0: The following is another Classic Hits sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents High School Football.
1: So first down in 10 at the 25. five. will go out of a pistol formation with the running back just ahead of the quarterback. It's just a straight dive off the right side, the big hole to the 35 to 40. And on the first play of the football game, Caden Kusick, who lined up in the Wildcat, takes it all the way home.
0: Tonight, it's a D1 district battle in Amherst as the Broncos welcome in the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club.
2: Second catch of the game here for Pearson now. They're going to lob it in the end zone for Eckhout. Eckhout with a catch in the corner. Yes, it's a Touchdown.
0: Both squads have endured a solid schedule and are positioned for a postseason run. Amherst will look to bounce back for two straight losses while Arcadia Loop City has healed up and looks to pick up a road win this evening. It's the Rebels and the Broncos coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: and good evening everyone from amherst a sunny start to a week number eight and for these two football teams game number seven of the high school football season, Doug Dudo, along with our producer/engineer J.D. Rader, bringing you tonight's high school football action. Glad to have you along with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Our second chance to see Arcadia Loop City this season. Saw them back in their home opener, where they beat Shelton, but since then they lost their quarterback Jane Jones the next week against North Central, and they have struggled to a two-and-four record despite making it all the way to the Class C2 state quarterfinals last year. And so many people believing had they not been so banged up uh, when they took on uh, Lincoln Christian that they would have had a chance to maybe make it to Memorial Stadium and uh, play for a state championship. Now they drop down to eight, man, and things not going as well as expected record-wise. The thing is, this district in Class D1, one of the toughest districts in the state of Nebraska. And then you see who these guys played in the uh, non-conference portion. It's pretty amazing. Amherst uh, probably has one that they wanted back from last week, and we'll talk with Coach Ron Evans. They dropped a six-point game to Elm Creek where they had eight fumbles. They fumbled one into the end zone that uh, Elm Creek uh, dove on and got a touchdown that way. They had a couple of more turnovers inside the five-yard line. So a tough one there, bouncing back from two straight losses against an Arcadia Loop City team that, according to Coach Mike Scott, is now back at full strength, and he expects their offense to be able to do something a little bit better. Arcadia Loop City is just 2-4, and four, but the four losses are to teams with a combined record of 19-5 and five on the season, and you had to think maybe they get that North Central game had they not been banged up, and that changes some things around right here. But the bottom line is, The winner of this game, these guys aren't even at the bottom of the playoff rung right now. Amherst and Arcadia Loop City uh, setting right now would be a road game uh, because still in eight-man football we have that field of 32, and that has not changed yet. But uh, you got a couple of teams here that feel if they can win tonight, it's going to do some things for them now. Next week it changes because Arcadia Loop City is going to get Elm Creek. Elm Creek's just two and four, but they've played some teams very tough, as we said. Got that win last week against Amherst. Amherst will take on South Loop. South Loop and Burwell playing for the district title tonight. Both are 6-0. and oh. There are some nice games. You get to this portion of the season and you will see some teams that are looking to play for district titles, looking for home field advantage, or just looking to keep their playoff hopes alive. And that's kind of what we're looking at here in this ball game tonight, you're looking at two teams that maybe uh, if they could win their last two, could move up and, and maybe get a home game in the first round. You look at Class A tonight. Carney is trying to bounce back from a couple of losses to state-rated teams, and they play another one tonight at Lincoln High for Grand Island. They're trying to bounce back from their first loss of the year last week at Millard West in double overtime, and they'll have a new starting quarterback tonight. You go over to Class B, York and Seward play tonight, and that's kind of the big game in the listening area. In C1, another one of our radio games will be Adam Central and Carney Catholic. That's on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Uh, you have some other interesting games out there, like Kozad and Lexington are playing uh, tonight. That's a non-district game, but very important for Kozad. Uh, if they want to uh, try and make it into the Class C1 playoffs, because next week they'll play Adams Central for the district title. Hastings and Beatrice tonight are on the breeze, 94.5. Another district title on the line, uh, possibly uh, depending on what uh, Sutton is able to do. But Saint Cecilia and Donovan Trouble are going to have uh, their hands full against each other tonight. Both are six and one, and then Saint Cecilia has to play Sutton next week. That game is on 12:30 a.m. KHAS. Saint Paul and Centura. Uh, they are battling uh, with a chance for Grand Island Central Catholic, depending on how that plays out for a district title. But St. Paul and Centura are playing tonight as well. Uh, in uh, Class D1, besides a couple of games that we already mentioned for you, Ravenna 5-1, and one, taking on 6-0 and oh, Nebraska Christian tonight, just down the road uh, at Ravenna. In Class D2, one final already today. Elwood beat Loomis 64-26. to Overton and Bertrand. Bertrand with a surprisingly really nice season on their hands, taking on an Overton ball club tonight uh, that is going to... uh be in the playoffs and uh, make some noise for both of these teams. Another final tonight, it was Palmer taking care of Shelton this afternoon by a score of 50-6, to six. and then in six-man, number one, Harvard, no problem rolling over Silver Lake today, 79-8 to uh, eight the score of uh, that contest. Wilcox Hildreth playing an SEM team that is off to a great start this year after not even being able to play all their games because of numbers last year, and Red Cloud, is taking on Hartland Lutheran tonight, also. So some games with some meaning around the area, and you can follow along at platriverpreps.com. Go to our scoreboard at platriverpreps.com, and you can follow along with us. We'd love to have you help contribute to scores. You can hashtag nebpreps, hashtag nebpreps on Twitter, or you can call 308-646-0506. Call or text. Just say Amherst seven, Arcadia Loop City seven, first quarter or whatever game you're at, to six four six zero five zero six. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and we'll hear from the head coaches, Mike Scott of Arcadia Loop City and Ron Evans of Amherst on this parents' night. In just a moment, keep it here on Power 99.
4: Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition loop agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it loop agency loop realty where we write insurance and sell service call amy at 308-745-1097 in loop city
5: good luck athletes
1: and we are back on the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show as we get ready for the Rebels and the Broncos. Our Arcadia Loop City head football coach Mike Scott joining us here, their final road game of the regular season. And, Coach, uh, something I guess the two teams had in common was uh, playing Burwell here recently, and uh, you gave them all they wanted last week, took advantage of uh, uh, some defensive plays, and uh, we're really just a conversion away from uh, making this a last-minute game. Yeah, man, I thought we played pretty good. Uh...
6: You know, we had a chance to score early on that, that first – well, not early on, but in the first half. And we didn't get it in, which would have really changed the complexity of the game. Then a couple of PATs that come up short really kind of got us into a two-score game at the end and kind of made it very really difficult for us to come back. We were struggling to be able to throw the ball without Jaden Jones, and, and it's tough to be down two scores if, five, or six minutes ago and not, not a real efficient throwing team. So we were up against the wall there towards the end, but I thought we did enough throughout the game. If we could just you know, execute the play here or there, avoid the penalty here or there. I thought we would have been right in the game with them.
1: Well, and the good news is you're going to get Jones back for tonight's game.
6: Yeah, that's that's really nice. I was busy with the coaches and it's, it's, uh, Jason Overbeller is my assistant. He made a point like boy, it just feels like we're back, you know, and, and that just really, that really is the state because it just feels like we're complete again, you know, and I think we'll, I think we'll uh, really, the loss of him really forced us to be a running team, and I think we did some good things, unfortunately, you know, it allows teams to load the box on you, and uh, going up against eight guys in the box is always difficult, and I think. Now with uh, Jaden being back there, I don't think that's going to be an opportunity for the other teams. But I think it's going to be as for our offensive line to go up against the five or six guys instead of eight like they've been used to the last couple of weeks.
1: Kitty Loop City Head Football Coach Mike Scott joining us here on the pregame. So you ran a lot of Wildcat. We even saw some of that when we saw you earlier in the year at uh, home against Shelton in your home opener. So how much will your offense look different? Will you still use a little Wildcat tonight?
6: We're going to have a different version of the wildcat. Uh, it's uh, still going to be predominantly a run, you know, run game. But we have the potential to throw now. Drew's really made. Drew Lindestas really made uh, great strides these last couple of weeks. He made the, uh, just about one of the best interceptions I've, I've been associated with in 27 years of coaching cut a guy off and one handed caught it and on the run. It was it was very impressive and he's just getting confidence every week uh at that defensive back and he just made some really great catches this week in practice also. So we're really expecting good things out of him uh, in the future. Only being a sophomore, we've been having a long time with him and the way that uh, Jaden has been throwing to him uh, good things could happen, especially if we can start stretching the field a little bit and getting those defensive backs out of the boxes. Caden Cusick could have a lot of fun running against a, a, a shallower box.
1: Coach, while you've gone through these injuries, and most notably to Jaden, it's definitely been up and down. One week it's a shootout with North Central, then it's a low-scoring game with South Loop, then it's a shootout with Ansley Litchfield, and a low-scoring game with Burwell. And, of course, those South Loop and Burwell are still undefeated. There's not a team that you've played that has a losing record yet, yet uh, you guys come in at 2-4. At and four, So how do you categorize what has happened here over the last month with your team?
6: Yeah, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, it's nice to see their offense have the potential to score. But you know, when you go up against teams like South and Burley, you know they've got great defenses. And you just have to match their intensity on the defensive side and then you have to be able to execute just a play or two on the offensive side, you know. Keeping Burwell to twenty one points, I thought we did uh, I thought we did some good things. I mean they, they their their touchdowns weren't bomb drives, they were unbroken broken uh plays. You know, we just had the coverage breakdown and uh, missed tackles, uh, little things uh, that, that normally we would uh, expect our defense to uh, execute. And uh, so, I mean, we did a good job for the most part. Little breakdowns. We've got a lot of inexperienced players out that are getting experience this year, and uh, every week they get a little bit better. And I got a feeling that if we can just keep getting going and keep getting the playoffs, we're going to be
1: uh, we're going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's where we'll go here with Mike Scott, head coach at Arcadia Loop City. You're kind of in the same boat as Amherst. This is a huge game to see who might uh, get a good spot and, and, and make the playoffs. It looks like uh, with with the low number of teams, even three and five will probably get you in, but that's not where you want to be. But you'll be dangerous if you get these next two and you're healthy. And considering everything that you did last year, we wanted to talk about, you know, how good it was last year. And as you said, getting adjusted to the eight-man game, you had to get ready for this year. So it seems like despite being two and four, you have to feel that, there's still a lot of football left for this team. Oh, absolutely.
6: And that's what we're that's that's our philosophy as coaches. The kids are buying into it too. I just told them, I said, you know, we really struggled this season with wins and losses, but the fact that we still have the potential to go in the playoffs as uh possibly, you know, if we went out if that top eight seed and get a home game, you know, just a, their faces just lit up when they realize that you know because a lot of times when you're two and and two and four you just kind of say well shoot you know it's 11 man you know your season's pretty much going to be over in that last game but to be given the opportunity to get new life in the playoffs and to know that we are at full strength again and if we can just start making plays offensively our defense go ahead and and stays solid and uh, stops team i think we're going to be in a great position you know it's you know, we tell our team, and I think all coaches know, it's not necessarily who's number one at the end of the season, it's who's healthy and who's on, on fire, You know, and that's what we really want to preach to our kids. We want to get hot, we want to start making our offense uh, effective, and our defense is going to be really stingy, and we want to carry that momentum into the playoffs, and uh, maybe, you know, just maybe, everything will just
1: start aligning for us, and 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 things will go all the way. And, Coach, uh, obviously, let's chat to finally hear about Amherst, uh, a team that loved to just chuck it down the field. But, Coach Evans, they had to change uh, what they were doing early in the season. They run the ball a whole lot more. What do you see in this game from them tonight?
6: Well, they look a lot like we did in the past with, with the I with the formation. Uh, they're not real deep, and they're not going to douse you with a whole bunch of different plays. They're going They're going to do – four or five plays and those four or five plays they know how to execute. It's kind of the same philosophy that we had uh early on when we were eleven men. You know, we didn't have a, a diverse playbook. We just went at you with what we did and we did it pretty good. And I have a feeling that he's been coaching there a long time. He knows what he's doing and, and his his offensive philosophy is going to be solid. And we can't gauge intensity on film. And uh, you know his kids are going to hit hard. You know that if they're going to be running a nice selection, they're not going to be hand blocking. They're going to be getting after it. And uh, we're going to expect a hard hitting game with these guys. They, you know, they handled the Uh and it took us, you know, scoring 70 points to put away. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, it could be one of those like we did last week, where just a few points are scored, or it could be whoever gets the ball last is going to get the victory.
1: Well, it should be a fun one either way, Mike, and uh, we appreciate your time here on the Hogan-Meyer Hybrids pregame show and uh, look forward to a great game. Good luck. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. That's Arcadia Loop City Rebel Head football coach Mike Scott. We'll be back and talk with Ron Evans of the Amherst Broncos right after this on Classic Hits Power 99.
7: Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK
8: Transmissions, the only-
9: Being Tougher Together isn't just words to the Aurora Cooperative team. It's what we believe and what we do to help our owners. It's being here at the end of the turn row when you need us, anytime and every time. As part of our Tougher Together commitment, we're excited to announce a new incentive that new and old customers can take advantage of this fall. It's called our Fall Turn row Incentive Program. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative yield expert to learn the details on how you can earn these additional turn row incentives for your farm. Tougher Together, Aurora
1: and you. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, talking with the head football coach of the Amherst Broncos, Ron Evans, trying to get back in the win column after a couple of uh, tough losses to Burwell and Elm Creek, which were totally different. And, Coach, uh, everybody was fired up after those first four weeks. You would played some good teams. You were sitting at 3-1, and one and uh, evidently a couple of teams kind of figured out uh, your, your running back changes here. Uh, let's start there. A uh, close game, but uh, wanted that win last week. What has changed, I guess, the last two weeks for your team?
10: Well, mostly it's just been, a, you know, we got bit by penalties and turnovers and we hadn't had that problem that in that little winning streak we had. Uh, and then we weren't as effective uh, offensively as we've been running the ball. So we didn't uh, do as well up front as we'd like either side of the ball, you know, and then we had some, uh, just some costly, costly turnovers and penalties that cost us on the drive. So that would be the main thing. You uh, know, we we should have matched up better against Burwell. We just didn't play very well up there for a variety of reasons. And then, of course, in Creek, the turnovers got us some penalties, and then we didn't play real good defense up front. So that that'll take care of it. We had coach on the Doug and daddy show a
1: couple of weeks ago just kind of talking about the season but uh, let's let's rehash it for the folks that missed out on, on what you got off to the good start you said that uh, you had to kind of go away from what you've been doing offensively and and return to the ground game uh, and, and that was working for you
10: yeah yeah the play action pass in the ground game was uh, was you know having us be successful and, and like I said during that three game streak we were we weren't turning the ball over and we weren't getting the, the penalties and and uh, you know, we're playing pretty good up front. We were able to control the line of scrimmage a little better in that three-game winning streak, and and you know, that's the difference. You know.
1: This team doesn't have a ton of seniors on it either, so I'm guessing uh, you're continuing to see this team grow. But what about the seniors that you do have out there?
10: Well, there we got two of the boys, uh, Jared Ivy and uh, Eric John, play up front for us, and they play guard our guard positions. They started for us all year long and, and have you know been pretty pretty steady for us and then we got Sam Perrell who uh he plays the running back position he's pretty interchangeable he can play fullback or running back and he's been one of our tougher runners inside so we we went to him when we need short yardage and and to get you know get a few yards on third down so Sam and, and the boys up front have been very valuable we're going to miss them
1: Rob what about you you would always over the years uh, be known for putting out some different offensive formations, even if you just ran the same plays, there was a lot of formations. As we watch the game tonight, how many different types of formations will we see?
10: Well, you won't see as many. We've kind of simplified it, and we we'll make it easier on everybody. We've been playing some young kids so we're, we're mostly under formation uh, in, you know, in most situations. In a very good situation, we may go to the spread a little bit, but for the most part, we're just going to be a two-formation team the eye and maybe a little spread
1: if we need to hurry them. Ron Evans is with us, the head football coach of the Amherst Bronx. It hasn't been that bad, even when you played a, a, an undefeated team like a Burwell. Uh, the offense, as you said, probably put you in a, some bad spots a couple of times. Talk about the way your team's defense has played this year.
10: Yeah, well, Coach Red, Ratty, Joe Ratty, he's our defense coordinator, and he's got them playing pretty well. They, they understand the scheme and – and we're pretty aggressive up front. We we put six seven guys in the in the box at times, and and uh, it's been very effective for us when they when they actually do what he wants them to do. You know, so we were on a stretch there where everybody everything was clicking, and then of course the last few weeks we haven't been quite as effective with our blitz package and stuff. And a lot of that has to do with the offensive line that we're playing. But uh, that would be the that would be the biggest change
1: cole stoke brand is a name we'll probably call a lot tonight we already talked about sam florell and what he does offensively ahima uh, and cole are right there defensively of course cole the, the quarterback here but tell us what uh cole has been able to do to help this team uh this year
10: well he's uh real he's real tall and he's pretty fast and he's getting getting better with his aggressiveness so uh what we've done with him basically is moved him to the center of our offense or center of our defense we we play him either to deep safety or sometimes he'll slide up and play a middle linebacker, kind of a, kind of a monster type position. Uh, against Luke City this week, he's going to slide up and play a little bit more of a monster because they're more of, a, more of a running team. But uh, he's been one of our better pass defenders, too. He's one of our better tacklers. So it's good having him in the middle so he can you know, he can get off blocks and, and uh, get to plays and, and minimize the damage.
1: And talking about Arcadia Loop City, I know they were thinking they would be in a better spot after the great run they had at eleven man last year. Key game for both of you guys if you wanna have a chance
10: to make it into the playoffs. Yes, it yes it will be for both of us. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be uh uh big up front and they I think they're you know, run heavy right now. I think I know they've had some injuries and things like that to some of maybe their skill pair players, but I think maybe lot of money be coming back I don't have the money, So I guess the main thing we're trying to we gonna have to stop the running. we to, to score you know, we're gonna have to score quite a few points. I think we can move the ball. I just don't know if we can stop the the turnover penalty thing.
1: Well, I guess one thing, Ron, that another advantageous thing is you've kind of got back to what you do in Nebraska weather. The weather hasn't been good to practice in this week or maybe even play in. Uh, probably beneficial that you keep the ball on the ground a little bit.
10: Oh, sure. It really is because uh, we, you know, in the years past, we threw the ball a lot. We were always looking at the weather reports, see what was going to happen with wind and things like that. And, well, when you run the ball as much as we do with a few playing the you know, the weather's not always a factor. It's Well, sometimes it's a pretty good equalizer in a lot of situations. But, yeah, that's one thing we don't have to worry about. All right, Ron, best of luck to you and the Broncos tonight. Always great
1: to be in Amherst. Thanks for the time. Yeah, you bet, Doug. Thank you. That's Ron Evans, head football coach of the Amherst Broncos, and we'll be back with the starting lineups for this Week 8 game right after this on Classic Hits, Power 99. And welcome back to high school football on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show here on Classic Hits Power 99. Parents Night, they have introduced those folks here at Amherst. Let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. As we said, Jane Jones is back and Arcadia Loop City is healthy. On the other side, Morgan Shields, starting running back and linebacker for head coach Ron Evans at Amherst, will be out of the ball game tonight. So uh, he will be replaced by Sam Hollander uh, coming in at a variety of positions at running back and linebacker, just a freshman there. So uh, for Amherst, that is the big injury of the night. Our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Again, our radio games tonight, ESPN 1460 and 1550, Carney Catholic playing Adams Central, St. Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull on 1230 KHS, Hastings and Beatrice on the Breeze. 94.5, and here it's Amherst and Arcadia, Loop City. Let's take a look at the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. For the Rebels, the center for tonight's game is number 75, 6'5", 300-pound junior, Jacob Jarabek. At guard, number 55, 5'10", 215-pound junior, Jaden Kal- Kalnowski, at end, Clayton Deathloves, number 51. He's kind of a guard and a hybrid, uh, depending if they're the Wildcat or not. Clayton is a 5'11", 175-pound sophomore. The other end at tight end, number five, 5'10", 200-pound senior, Tucker Quinn. At wide receiver, number 13, 6'1", 150-pound sophomore, Drew Lewandusky. The fullback is number 39, 5'10", 215-pound junior, Jared Larchek. The tailback, number 12, 6195 ninety-five pound junior, Caden Kusick, has rushed for over 900 yards this year. And the quarterback, number one six two hundred pound junior, Jaden Jones. Head coach is Mike Scott, assisted by Jason Obermiller, Jason Phelps, and Trevor Wright. Arcadia Loop City is 2-4 and four on the season. For Amherst, the center is number 59, 5'8", 235-pound junior, Jackson Tobenheim. The guards are number 24, 6'180-pound senior, Derek John, and number 55, 5'8", 175-pound senior, Jared Ivey. At end, number 29, six, 170 170-pound junior, Jaron Potts. Kalen Rohde is a wide receiver, 5'10", 175-pound sophomore, wearing number two. At running back, number 10, 5'8", 170-pound senior, Sam Florell. The leading rusher is IBAC, number 11, 5'11", 160-pound junior, Dominic Esperson. And the quarterback, number 18, foot, 165-pound junior, Cole Stokebrand. The head coach is Rod Evans, assisted by Eric Rippen, Joe Radke, Colin Pfeiffer, Farron Klingelhofer, and Carson Hammond. Amherst is 3-3. Three and three on the season and those are the starting lineups brought to you by five points bank the better bank in carney we're getting close to kickoff here arcadia loop city will get the ball as uh, they elected to receive to start the first half and we'll be back with the kickoff between amherst and arcadia loop city right after this on power 99.
9: We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos.
3: All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs.
0: Number
1: 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's Wings for the win at Amigos
8: King's Cl- Classic!
1: Which one? Yeah, well, or he's standing on the sideline. Or he's standing on the sideline.
9: Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team.
1: Engineer J.D. Rader, Jeff Abel taking care of the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. We'll be giving you scores throughout the night. And you can follow along online tonight as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Well, there will be no wind tonight. Anything that we do have is supposed to be less than five mile an hour. The sun has just set. It cools things down here. And putting the ball on the tee here for Amherst is going to be the place kicker. Ready to boot it away. I have to double-check his number there. It looks like maybe that's Potts. It's going to be taken back at the three-yard line and a reverse here on the first play for Preston Rogers. He starts up the right side, gets across 15 to 20, and just about broke that one. Nice tackle there in the open field for the Amherst Broncos wearing those black uniforms with the red numerals, and that's going to be Jacob Graham. The freshman is in there along with Dustin Bramer. So first down and 10 here for Arcadia Loop City, and they will start at the 22. Look for these guys to just pound the rock tonight. As they're going to put seven guys, maybe eight guys in the box here. See if they start Wildcat or if Jones is going to do something different. As they line up in that very tight formation. First down and ten. Long count here. Jones calls for it. And it's going to be straight up with the left side. Jones with a block. 15, 20, 30, 40. Down the left sideline. Here comes Kate kusick to the 10 to the five he's going to want me to call all their games this is the second one and it's the second time he scored on the opening play of the game we had him against Shelton on their home opener and a 68 yarder here for kusick they line up so close together they're actually shoulder pads are touching when they're back they're kind of in a pistol with the running back right there and a slot back off to the side and Caden kusick goes 68 yards for the touchdown you may have heard that uh, touchdown he had against Shelton, if you were here for the uh, open of our broadcast tonight. So it doesn't take long, and a five-points bank touchdown, just simple blast off the left end, and they'll line up to go for two here. Cusick comes under center. It's a straight quarterback sneak, and they just move that line forward and get him into the end zone for two points. So 17 seconds into the ballgame, Arcadia Loop City 8 and Amherst nothing. You're listening to High School Football
12: on Power 99. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels.
1: Doug to back with you here at Amherst. It didn't take long to put points on the board tonight as we're ready to boot it away for Arcadia Loop City. And it'll be a Jones. It's going to be a line drive kick that has picked up the 7-yard line near the Amherst sideline, 15-20, just tripped up across the 25-yard line that time. There was some room out there for Dominic Esperson, but somebody just got him on the shoestring. And in all fairness, going to tell you straight up tonight, uh, our field conditions always brought to you by our Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. They're not good. Uh, it sets kind of down here low. This one's chewed up a little bit tonight. I know talking with Coach Scott, he was hoping with the right cleats on tonight. Well, Caden Kusick did because he scored on the first play of the game. You're going to see somebody slip maybe a little bit with all the rain that we have had this week. There's a couple holes out there, so the kids will have to uh, watch that as well. First down and ten, the first snap of the ball game is going to be a swing pass out of the backfield. It's going to be knocked down, getting a hand on it. Cannon Ozentoski came through untouched and knocked it down, incomplete. Have a feeling tonight, and even though Ron Evans says they've changed their offense up, went to a running offense, and that has helped them uh, this season, this is going to be a game tonight where maybe Arcadia Loop City is enough up front dominant that Stokebrand is going to have to put the ball in the air quite a few times tonight. So Cole Stokebrand out of the shotgun, takes a high snap, pitch plays short side of the field. Esperson tries to follow the block, and Stokebrand gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. No gate on the play. It'll be third down and ten here for Amherst on the first carry of the ball game for Dominic Esperson. For Amherst, up and down. They've had high scoring. They've had low scoring. As you heard us talk with in the pregame. Stepping out of bounds. Just 30 seconds in. Eight to nothing. Arcadia Lucity. hear the optimism from Coach Scott when we talked to him this week. He thinks these guys, now that they're healthy, can maybe put it together and scare somebody in the playoffs, even though they're just 2-4 and four right now. Stokebrand takes the snap, drops back to pass, looking for a little deep, nothing there. He tucks it up, now he wants to run. He'll get up to the 30, and he is gang-tackled at the 32-yard line, maybe give him the 33, a gain of 6 on the play, and it'll be 4th down, and Amherst is going to have to set out their punting unit. For years, even when they were making some runs in the playoffs, they could go back with all that speed they had on this team and just chuck it down the field. And Sam Florell is going to come out in punt formation. Back to return it for Arcadia Loop City as Preston Rogers had a good return on the opening kickoff. Fourth and fourth to 34. The left-footed kick is high and not terribly deep. The ball will bounce at the 20. He's got to let it go. He's going to get a good roll. This is going to go inside the 10 to about the 7-yard line. That's going to be a 39-yard punt. And Arcadia Loop City will head back inside their 10-yard line. First down and 10 for the Rebels, already up after scoring on the first play of the game. Kind of waiting for the lights to take over here as the sun has set. It's really a neat setting here where the Amherst football field is, if you've never been here. And, of course, for some of the Arcadia Loop City fans, they haven't. Just dropping down to 8-man. First down and 10 for the Rebels. They'll officially mark the ball as we set at the 7-yard line. Put that big 300-pound center, Jacob Jarabic over the football. And line up in that stack wildcat. Rodgers is back there again. It's strong to the left side. Taking the snap and rolling left. And nowhere to go this time. It's going to be Caden Cusick. They came through with a run blitz and just dropped him right about the line. They lost a yard on the play. It'll be second down and 11. He went 68 on the first play. And they come after him with a run blitz and drop him. Lorel and company brought the pressure. Second down of 11. Amherst Pep Band as is down in front of us. Good crowd on hand, and it's not a terrible night for football. Much better than earlier this week. Now they'll go under center with Jaden Jones, go with the eye formation. Larchek, the big fullback. They'll turn, roll out to the right, wants to throw a pass out here. Complete into the hands of Kuzik at the 15. To the 20, steps out of a tackle to the 25, and they final wrestle him out of the bounds at the Arcadia Loop City 29-yard line. Again, a gain of 22 A short dump out of the backfield there to Caden Cusick. Do whatever it takes to get it to Cusick. And as you heard Coach Scott say in the pregame, they didn't have that threat the last few weeks with Jaden Jones. And teams knew it. And when you play good teams that can make you one-dimensional, it's pretty tough to do anything against them. So first and 10 they I'll actually give him a little bit more, it looks like. Now that's about the 29-yard line. First and ten at the 29. Out of a Maryland ice at this time. And the ball is fumbled. And did Rodgers get on it? I don't think so. Amherst has picked up the football? Yes, they have. They tried to run a fake play as the quarterback faked that the ball was snapped over his head. And they were unable to pick the football up. And it's going to be covered. I believe that's Dustin Bramer that covered the football out there. So a fumble for Arcadia Loop City. And the ball will be marked at the... Arcadia Loop City, 24-yard line. First down and 10. Quarterback keeper, Stokebrand, nowhere to go. He gets crunched right at the line of scrimmage. Started to go left and had nowhere to go. Second down and ten. Eight to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City. 9.35 to go here in the first quarter of play. Second down and 10 after the fumble recovery. After giving so many of them away last week, maybe Amherst will find a way to be on the plus side tonight. Black uniforms with the red numerals. Stoke Brand out of the pistol formation with two banks. He'll fake the handoff to the fullback run option. Pitch play out here. He's got it to Florel. Florel gets to the 20, tries to rope down that sideline to about the 18-yard line. A gain of six on the play. It'll be third down and four. Maybe even less than that. They're going to say he picked up a little more. Our angle not the best here. They're going to give him an 8-yard gain. So a gain of 8. Bring up third down and 2. Very manageable here. Amherst will get a couple of cracks at it if they need it. Ball on the right hash near the Amherst sideline. As they will put Esperson as the eye back. Florell the slot. And then they send two men in motion. And they're just going to flag that right away. Illegal motion, illegal shift, whatever you want to call it. Two guys in motion, and our referee, Howard Donlinger, didn't even have to do anything to reach for his flag, just blew this play dead. First penalty of the ball game. And that's a tough one there because you had third and short. Now you face third and seven. Again, it's in a two-down go-for-it territory here. Taylor Fish, Blake Headley, Howard Donlinger, Russ Heemstra, Chet Graham, your officiating crew tonight out of Kearney. Third and seven for Amherst at the Arcadia Loop City 21 after the Rebel fumble. Stokes ran out of the pistol. Takes the count. Fakes it to the left. Drops back to pass. Has some pressure. And he's going to overshoot his intended target in Florel. Coming from the backside was Clayton Deathless and made him get rid of the football before he wanted to. And that'll bring up fourth down now and seven for Amherst. Running the play in from the sideline. It's going to be Riley Galloway. Katie Loop City, a deep lineup. Uh, they don't look like they should be a D1 football team with the number of guys they have over on the sideline, but that's what the enrollment says. Fourth down, seven. Trying to take advantage of the fumble recovery. Again, out of the pistol here is Stokebrand. He rolls to his left, wants to throw back to his right, and he is going to put it up here incomplete, trying to get it to Esperson. Good coverage by Jaden Scott. And even if he had caught the football, I'm not sure that he would have been able to stay in bounds long enough to get the first down so 0 for three through the air early on here for Amherst, and they were not able to move the ball, and that penalty really killed them. They had third and two, had a chance to get a set of fresh downs. So Arcadia Loop City gets away with the first turnover of the ball game, still leading eight to nothing, and they'll get it first and ten at their own 21 yard line, leading eight to nothing with 8:46 to go here in the first quarter. Jones back in at the quarterback, Kusick right to his left side, Larchick to his right. Out of the pistol formation. Now they'll send both the backs up as swing backs or slot backs. In motion, they'll give it to Kusick from left to right. He'll stiff arm in the backfield, but nowhere to go. And he's going to be dropped inside the 20 at the 19-yard line. Good pursuit over there. Derek John and company. A loss of two on the play for Kusick. So outside of the one explosive play, we haven't seen much from either offense in the first three minutes since that happened. Second down. And about 12 to go at the 19-yard line. Not afraid to throw it, but Jones has thrown just one pass so far out of the backfield, a 22-yard completion right before the fumble. Now they'll spread it out, go twins to the left, single to the right. Jones takes the snap at his knees, throws it out here, and over the head of Logan Gregory. One step, fired it out here towards the Amherst sideline, and it was a little too tall that time for Gregory. And that'll bring up third down. And 12 to go here for Arcadia Loop City. It's here on Power 99. Don't forget to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and vote for the Athlete of the Month. Submit a nomination. If you have someone at your school or someone you've seen that you believe is deserving of the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month Award, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. And vote brought to you by B and B Carpet of Donovan. Trips to the left now on third and twelve. Empty backfield except for Jones. They set up the blitz. That they throw behind neighbor Tucker Quinn. He breaks one tackle to get across the twenty-five, but will be well short of the first down. Pass was behind Quinn, so it just killed all the momentum that he had. It's going to be a gain of nine, but bring up fourth down. Eh, it's not even that far. We went from the nineteen. They're going to say to about the twenty-eight. It'll be fourth and five. Gain of nine, they're going to officially say. So, a punting situation here for the Rebels. Off the mark, and we have a partially blocked punt. And the ball will get a little roll into Amherst territory to the 34 yard line. It's only going to be about an 18, maybe a 19 yard punt. Boy, it didn't look like anybody blocked up front, and it took uh, a real quick kick that time to help him out so a 19-yard punt and Amherst will take over for the third time in the ball game looking for their first first down Amherst trying to get a little life in the legs here let's see if they can find something on the ground or if they're going to continue to try and roll through the air here they have 15 yards of offense on those first two plays stay out of the pistol with Esperson behind his quarterback, fullback dive fake it. it's going to be an option pitch out here to Florell. Florell to the 35 runs over a man to the 36 to the 37 yard line. It's going to be a gain of 3, the tackle again by Jaden Scott. Scott Looks like some old Oklahoma right there, minus one back in the wishbone. Florell in the slot, he just lines up straight left of his quarterback and then Esperson is right behind him. They fake it to Esperson and roll Florel the two times that they ran that play. Back to the quarterback. Now Esperson to get out of the backfield, split out wide left on second down and six. Back to pass, looking, looking. Now they're just going to throw a short one over the middle. It's picked off, and this one could be returned down the right sideline. Tucker Quinn, 20, 15, 10, and he'll be brought down at the nine yard line. It wasn't a shovel pass, it was more of a little basketball shot, and it never got to Florel. And it's going to be first down and goal as Amherst turns it over for the first time tonight. Each team with one turnover, but this time we're in the red zone, marking it just inside the 10 at the 9-yard line. So Tucker Quinn, who leads them offensively, now comes up with a big interception and trying to put some more points on the board here for Arcadia Loop City, leading at 8-0, 7-20 to go in the first quarter. First and goal to the 10. The only man in the backfield is Kusick. A direct snap to him. He'll come forward off the right guard and make it to the 5. It'll be second down and goal. Good gain on the play. Straight power football here from Arcadia Loop City. A gain of 5. Second down and goal. The ball at the 5-yard line. Looking for a two-touchdown lead. Each team has turned it over, but looks like they're going to be able to cash it in here. Again it's Wildcat formation. Larchek lines up like he is going to be a blocker on the right side. Kusick hammers it left side and got maybe a yard and a half. He gets to about the extra point line. We'll call it game two. It'll be third and goal at the three, so they tried to run a little misdirection. You figure that Larchek's lined up between the end and right guard and you'd follow him. Instead they went to the left. Third and goal at the three, trying to punch it in here. Going to stay out of that wildcat. Larchick, same spot, just to the right of the center. Kusick the only man in the backfield. Caden takes it. He will go right this time, and this time he'll back his way in and get into the end zone for the touchdown. When he fell down, he actually laid on the defensive player, and so he was not down, and he was able to keep his feet scooting until he stuck the ball over the end line. And that's a three-yard touchdown run for Caden Kusick, his second touchdown of the evening. And with 6:18 to go here in quarter number one, it is 14 to nothing. Just a nine-yard drive took him three plays after the Tucker Quinn interception. Lineup to go for two again. This time, Kusick split out to the left side. Jones will take the snap. He will give it a fullback dive to Kusick. Hit once, hit twice, and he is not going to get in this time. So the two-point conversion is no good. Our five points bank touchdown. A three-yard run by Caden Kusick, his second of the night loop city 14 Amherst nothing on power 99
5: family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life family physical therapy and sports center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game Locations serving Kearney Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
3: Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Kearney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464, for all your powder coat needs.
1: Jared Larchik puts the ball on the tee, ready to kick it off for the Rebels again with the left foot. Pounds it high into the air, into the darkness on the far side. It's dropped. It has to be picked up at the, well, they're going to say it got into the end zone. Looked like maybe it was going to be short of the end line, and that's a big break for Amherst because... Unless he was Houdini, he wasn't getting out of there much more than the 10-yard line. So they'll move it up to the 15 on the touchback. First down and 10 here for Amherst, trying to find a way to get some offense generated, which they have yet to do, and they've had the ball three times, and we've only played Six minutes here in this football game. Arcadia Loop City, three first downs, and of course took advantage of the interception. So Stokebrand's going to come under center for the first time out of the I formation. Just a simple pitch play to Esperson. Power football, gets to the 20-yard line, and nice run to the 21. That was just basic football right there. Pitch it right, go block your man, follow your blockers, and pick up six. It'll be second down and four. Nice run for Esperson on his second carry of the ball game. Let's check our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Lincoln High has taken a 7 0 lead over Kearney. Hastings is up Beatrice 7 0. Adams Central, Kearney Catholic already 7 7 in the first quarter. Donovan Trumbull and St. Cecilia still scoreless. Here's a handoff to the IBAC Esperson. He blasts off the right side, gets the first down to the 25 to the 26 before Larchick and company finish him off. Also in there is Drew Lumendusky. Going to be a gain of five on the play in the first first down of the night here for the Amherst Broncos. Trailing 14 to nothing. Trying to settle things down here and break that two-game losing streak. Losing to Burwell and to Elm Creek. High formation again, fullback about a half yard behind him. They'll give it to Esperson. tries to find some room. This time Arcadia Loop City clogs it up. Larchet comes in there and makes sure that there is nowhere to go. Maybe a half a yard on the play. We'll give him that and call it second down and nine. Congratulations to uh, Pleasanton last night winning the Fort Carney Conference Volleyball Championship over Overton. And Amherst had a good tournament going two and one, and they brought home the third-place trophy last night down at Elm Creek. Second and nine. Stoke Brand. Longer count. Pitch play left side. This time it's Florell. He'll cut it back on the numbers. Gets to the 30-yard line and be brought down there. Short gain on the play. We'll give him two. Third carry for 13 yards for Sam Florell. And it's going to be third down and about seven to go. Running into the ball game. Kaelin Rohde. Checking out. Going to be Florell. And just watching some of the guys warm up. You know there's some... Sore boys out there. We've seen them kind of banged up so far this year, but playing through that in this seventh game of the season. Third down and seven at their own 29-yard line. And back to pass, looking to go deep with a sideline pattern, and it is going to be juggled and incomplete. Boy, a nice pass out there by Stokebrand, and again, good coverage, but just couldn't haul it in good uh, pots that, that time. And that'll bring up fourth down. Jaden Scott once again on the coverage. Also chasing things down was Clayton Dethlis. And it'll be the second punt of the ballgame. Still no completed passes for Amherst. 0 for 5 with the pick. And Preston Rogers will stand back in about his 20 and await the punt. Pressure coming. Good line drive kick. Rogers has to take it on a bounce. Then he decides to just get away from it. And the ball will die at the 20-yard line. It's going to be about a 31-yard punt with no return, and Arcadia Loop City back in business. But now there's still 4.08 to go here in quarter number one, and it's 14-0 Arcadia Loop City, and the Rebels have turned it over, and they are in a position now to get real comfortable. Again, if you've got scores from around the area, love to hear from you. 308-646-0506. Call or text. First down and 10 Rebels. Mark it right at their own 20-yard line. This time it'll be split backs with right in the middle of them the quarterback, Jaden Jones. Jones takes it back to pass, looking to go deep, has time, throws it out here underneath, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it into the hands of his eye-back, Caden Cusick, who had the only reception so far in the game, but well-covered that time by Amherst. Jones actually, excuse me, two for four. For 31 yards, they completed a nine-yarder on third and 13 that left things short. 4:03 to go here. Quarter number one, Arcadia Loop City. In their first year, back down at eight, man. Trying to find some wins to get them a good spot in the playoffs. Jones drops back to pass again. Over to the right, flat. That ball is going to be picked off. Interception for Amherst inside the 20-yard line. Nice job by... Amherst Stokebrand comes up with the interception at the second turnover for Arcadia Loop City. Stokebrand had him blanketed and comes up with the INT and returns it about five yards to the 15-yard line. And another chance here for Amherst. Go to the I formation. Stokebrand going to keep it himself. Working his way to the right side. Gets a hole. Now we've got a penalty flag to the 10, to the 5. And all kinds of laundry comes out over here on the sideline. And it looks like we're going to back him up. Nice run by Stokebrand, but he was aided by the hold. Second penalty of the ball game here for the Broncos. I'm going to get first and 20 at around the 25 yard line if they go from the line of scrimmage. Maybe a little closer, actually. Official throws the flag at the 13. So a two yard gain there for Stokebrand, and it should bring up first and 18. Ball should be somewhere around the 17 18. Looks like they mark it at the 17 yard line, so we'll call it first and 17 at the 22. Under center, Stokebrand again. Takes the snap. Pitch play. Esperson looking to follow his blocks. There's nowhere to go. they string it out. He's he a great pursuit by three, four different of the black and white jerseys from Arcadia Loop City with Tucker Quinn among those that were in on the tackle. No gain that time for Esperson. So it'll be second down and about 16 to 17 yards to go. Coming in for Amherst is going to be Colton Vavra. Broncos looking for their first points of the game. 14 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City. As we get things set and the clock runs, they'll put him under center again. Stokebrand takes it, hands it off to his eye back, looking for some room popping out to the right side. The ball I thought was almost lost, and Florell breaks two, breaks three, breaks four to the 15, to the 10. What a run by Sam Florell. There were three guys ready to drop him behind the line of scrimmage, and Florell able to take advantage and move the chains maybe. Let's see how close he got. Florell should have been a three-yard loss at least, and he's going to pick up nine. Great second effort there for Florell. And it is second down and one. I think it should be third down, shouldn't it? Under center, Stokebrand turns. He's going to keep it himself naked. Bootleg left side. He gets a block. He gets to the five. He gets to the pylon. Touchdown, Amherst. Beautiful, old-fashioned eight-man naked bootleg. Send all the motion to the right. Have your backside blocker take out the end and head it into the end zone for the touchdown. A six-yard touchdown for Cole Stokebrand. And Amherst is on the board with 3.16 to go here in the first quarter of play, 14-6. to 6. Arcadia Loop City. And they will line up to go for the two-point conversion as well. Stokebrand under center. A little modified eye. They fumble the snap, and that just busts up the play, and Stokebrand nowhere to go as he is going to be swallowed up by Jarabic the nose guard. But the five-points bank touchdown, a six-yard run by quarterback Cole Stokebrand, and with 3.16 to go in the first quarter, Arcadia Loop City
13: 14 and Amherst 6. So many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service and fresh meats, including homemade polis sausage Isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh, and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street. Their kids go to the same school. That's what you get at Joe's Market in Loop City. Joe's Market is proud to support the area athletes.
14: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: And we're ready to boot it away here again at Amherst. After the Broncos put their first points on the board. Going to be a squib kick that is going to be picked up way back at about the 10-yard line. Rogers picks it up up the middle of the football field to the 15, to the 20. Tries to dance around a little bit, and he's going to get across the 25 to about the 29-yard line. And that's where our K Loop City will take over. They've already had two turnovers, though, in the football game. And then they scored on the other two possessions. They scored on an interception themselves that set up a nine-yard field. Both of the turnovers by the Rebels have been in their own territory. 14-6, 14-6, still 3 to go here in the first quarter. They put Jones under center. They give it to the big fullback, Larchek, and Larchek doesn't go anywhere. Great job by Amherst to read the play, send three guys in there and make the tackle, led by Derek John. So the first carry of the ball game for Larchek goes nowhere, and that'll be second down and 10. Next to last week for high school football. Hard to believe. Games on next Thursday and Friday, a few more eight-man eight games on Thursday, and We will do our best to be where the action is for meaningful games on the final week of the season. An eight-point lead for Arcadia Loop City. And they're going to go back to that modified Wildcat. They better hurry up. The play clock is under five, and they'll get the snap, but not in time. Flags come down, and I think maybe we had a procedure before we had a delay because the umpire uh, threw a flag, but it will be a delay game here. On Arcadia Loop City. So that's their second penalty. They did have a five-yard face mask uh, on that last drive defensively. That's what helped aid Amherst. I had missed the call there, so that's why it wasn't third down and one. It was second down on the touchdown run by Stokebrand. Now it's second down and 15. Ball back at the 24-yard line of the Rebels. They go with the same setup offensively out of the pistol with the two-back look. Jones, three-step drop screen out here, and it is going to be complete to Kusick, and he has just drilled right in the pads by Stokebrand. That'll get your ribs to hurt a little bit. Good coverage out there. Stokebrand and Florel taking care of business, and it's going to be a gain of a yard. Third and 14. That's a painful yard for the Rebels. They've had two big plays. Scored on the first play of the game, a 58 yard run by Caden Kusick. And now it'll be third down and 14. Jones out of the pistol. He's just going to hand it off this time. And there's a big hole 35 40. Kusick into Amherst territory. First down and more as he's brought down at the 32 yard line. A 23 yard gain that time for Caden Kusick. And it'll be first down and ten for Arcadia Loop City. So it was third and long, and Coach Scott decided to roll the dice there a little bit, and he made it pay off. Good, good, hard run that time by Caden Cusick. 88 yards and two touchdowns on seven carries so far here in the first quarter of play. Still a minute 25 to go here in the opening quarter. Ball will be marked at the 32-yard line. And a direct snap this time. They'll get it to Kusick. He'll come right up over his center and make it inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about three on the play. it down and seven at the 28. Under a minute now to go here in the first quarter. 14 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City. Neither team with their record... Is a top-ten team, but if they can get two wins to end the season, they're going to be a dangerous draw in the playoffs, especially Arcadia Loop City now that they're healthy. Kusik's in the Wildcat this time, calling the Cadence. Only man in the backfield. He'll follow Larchek off the left guard, lower his shoulder pads inside the 25, get to about the 23, a gain of
10: five.
1: And that'll bring up third down and short. And it will be the final play unless the Rebels want to run another one. It looks like they actually kind of want to hurry up this time. Third and two, we'll call it. Fifteen seconds to go. They're checking the rebel sideline. Larchek will line up over left guard. And now Kusick, I think they're going to just let the clock run out. They didn't really know what the play was, and this will give Amherst a chance to get set to start the second quarter. So the first quarter of play is... In the books, it's Arcadia Loop City 14 Amherst 6. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. in you.
5: Welcome to the 56th Street Sinclair Plaza. We're locally owned and operated, offering you all the snacks, drinks, and quick grab food you could need for a short trip across town or a road trip. Fuel up and wash the car with our fully automated car wash. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. The 56th Street Sinclair Plaza is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. 56th Street Sinclair Plaza, obviously located on 56th Street in Kearney.
1: Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Amherst as we bring you eight man football action. And Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home should you need them. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Third down and a long one here. And it's going to be a direct snap left side. Kusicki got tripped by his own lineman. Out of the Wildcat, it looked like he was going to have a lot of room once he made it around left end. Larchik cleared his man out. But the left, the offensive end got shoved back into Kusick out of the wildcat, and he's actually going to be knocked down at the line of scrimmage after getting 96 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. So now it's fourth and all of a yard to go at the 23-yard line. Of course, they're going to go for it. Kusick acted like he was going to line up under center, now decides to take about four yards behind him. Kusick out of the wildcat, calls it straight forward, hard run, first down. That's just power on power right there. He'll get to the 21-yard line, a gain of two on the play, and the fifth first down of the ball game unofficially for Arcadia Loop City. So 96 on the ground, all by Cusick, and 32 through the air for 128 yards in the first quarter for Arcadia Loop City. For Amherst, they had a total of 49 yards on the ground and nothing through the air. In that first quarter, again, taking advantage of a couple of turnovers. First out and ten. Looks like they're going to spread it out here and go twins to the right side. Bring Jones back in out of the pistol. They will send in motion Logan Gregory. Look to the right. Fade pattern to the corner of the end zone. And it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted. Trying to get it down into the corner of the end zone. The third turnover for Arcadia Loop City. And that is going to be Dominic Esperson. That comes away with the pick. So, Arcadia Loop City has had some looks, but they keep turning it over. The third turnover of the first half of play, and remember, as we said earlier, this is what uh, really killed Amherst last week. They had eight fumbles in the game. So, in business, down 14-6. to six, Pitch play, looking for some running room. It's going to be the only for at the team to the 20. Look out, Florel, 30, 40. He's going to go the distance. A 65-yard touchdown run by Sam Florel. He's already had two dynamic runs. It looked like they had him caught up at the line of scrimmage. He just kept fighting and breaks free to get it to a two-point game. Sam Florell, 65 yards. That's a way to get the stats moving in the right direction if you're an Amherst Bronco. I mean, they had him all but stopped. And he gets out of there as they get ready to line up. And it looks like now they're going to kick it. At least they're lining up to kick it. So we'll see if that's indeed what they want to do here Would make it a one-point game. Here comes pressure. It's down, and it is going to be Blocked. Blitzing right through there, Tucker Quinn, he timed the snap perfectly, and there was no chance for the extra point to even get more than off the ground. But a 65-yard run by Sam Florell, our five-points bank touchdown, the extra point kick that time was blocked from Tommenheim, and with 10.44 to go in the first half, it's Arcadia Loop City 14 and Amherst 12.
3: Go forth, save, and prosper.
5: That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank & Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank & Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank & Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC.
2: Trotter Woe & Go in Loop City is a very proud supporter of the high school athletes in and out of the game. Stop in and see us before and after the game. Fill your tank and your tummy at the Woe & Go in Loop City on Highway 92. Trotter's has been proudly serving this area for years with a location near you. Trotter's Woe & Go in Loop City would like to take this moment to wish all the area athletes and coaches the very best.
1: Rodgers and Scott back deep here for Arcadia Loop City. The Rebels scored the first two touchdowns, and Amherst has got the next two but haven't been able to get a conversion, so it's 14-12. to 12. High kick, short, taken at the 5-yard line, Drop by Scott, then he turns and hands it off to Rogers. Right side, 10, gets a block, 15, good cutback, but here's a flag. 20, 25, 30, down the right side, line 40 to the 30. They will catch him and shove him out of bounds with the very speedy Esperson, but there is going to be a block in the back, all the way back inside the 15-yard line. When I first saw it on the cutback, I thought there was a possibility we would see some laundry. He didn't knock the guy down, but he did shove him out of the way, and that allowed Rodgers to change direction. Now the officials are discussing it. They might pick it up. This actually came from the backside, and they're talking it over with the side judge here. They may pick this flag up, and if that's the case, they'll have the ball all the way down at around the five. You don't see this happen very often. And I think they're going to pick it up. Our head referee goes back, picks it up and waves off the flag. Our side judge was right next to the play. He was so close to it, he might have been too close and that's why the referee threw the flag. So give credit on this beautiful kickoff return by Preston Rogers. And let's see where they officially mark it down about the 6, maybe the 7-yard line. So Rogers returns it to the 7. And it'll be first and goal for Arcadia Loop City. 10.31 to go here in the first half. You're listening to high school football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Right, That's streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Jaden Rogers, or Jones, excuse me, comes up under center out of the I formation. Gets down low, takes the snap, straight ahead. He's going to give it to Kusick. Kusick gets to the five, and he's going to be stacked up. And they won't even get him tackled. They'll just blow it dead for forward progress. A gain a two. For Caden Kusick, unofficially now right at 100 yards on the night. He's got both of the rushing touchdowns, 58 yards and 3 yards, here for the Rebels. So we've either had big plays or really nothing. We went to about four possessions, two each way, where they didn't move the ball. check now gets down low as the fullback. Gets to a three-point stand, second and goal to five. Jones turns, hands it off again. He's going to fake it now. He's going to go naked bootleg around the left end and get into the end zone. Just like Stokebrand did earlier, same play, same corner, same end zone, and a five yard touchdown run by Jaden Jones makes it 20 to 12. Jones on his first carry of the football game. Now, the important conversion it's either a two possession game or a one possession game, depending on this. We will see Arcadia Loop City come out and put a tee down, and they'll try and kick the extra point. With Joey Bechart, a sophomore, the holder is Jaden Scott. The kick is away, and the kick is blocked. Didn't get over the line of scrimmage, and so two kicks, neither one good, but our five-points banked touchdown after a beautiful 68-yard kickoff return by Preston Rogers gave him a short field, a seven-yard drive capped off on a five-yard end-around by Jaden Jones. 9.51 to go, first half, it's Arcadia Loop City 20 at Amherst 12.
12: For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belshner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belshner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game.
1: Well, Jayden Jones now is going to kick it off and put it through the end zone here for Arcadia Loop City. So Amherst will start again at their own 15. They were behind after the very first play of the game when Cusick out of the Wildcat took it 58 yards for Arcadia Loop City. And it's now 20-12. to 12, Rebels leading here at Amherst. Under center this time will be Stoke Brand. Trying to run a little cross, they fumble the football. It's loose. It's wet. It slid out of there. Did he get back on top of it? Yes, he did. So he's able to jump back on top of it and save the possession, but they're going to lose about five yards on the play. That'll bring up second down and 15. Just outside the 10-yard line. Already three turnovers by the Rebels and one for Amherst, but still... Amherst Trails. They'll try it again on second down and 15. Run a little counteraction here with Florell. He finds a little seam. He's got the hot hand. Why not give it to him? And he'll be brought down at about the original line of scrimmage. And he'll come out, and they'll bring Esperson back in. So all the yardage that they lost, they're going to make back here for Florell. A little five-yard gain. And we'll call it third down and 10. Ball just across the 15. Maybe it's third and nine at the 16-yard line. Still third and long here. That's Stoke Brand under center. Turns, fakes the handoff, drops back deep. Wants to throw over the right side. It's a wobbly pass that's complete but goes nowhere. Just back to the line of scrimmage. Good tackle out there by Clayton Deathlefs of the Rebels. And it'll be fourth down and nine after the completed pass that went for none yards. But I guess the positive is that's the first completed pass of the ball game. For Amherst, they just don't have any yards to go with it. Florell drops back to punt the football away. No breeze to speak of at all. High snap, he gets it, the left footer. It's a pretty good spin on this one. It'll be taken out of the air at the 36-yard line by Rogers. Starts right, left, there's nowhere to go. Right again, 40. Right sideline, 35, 30, 25, 20. And he is going to be down the sideline, tiptoeing at the 15. They'll say he stepped out of bounds, which he did. And Florell had to come over here. And make the tackle. Another good return by Preston Rogers. A punt that went to the 34-yard line. Just about a 30-yard punt. But a big return that time. All the way back to the 16. 20-12, Arcadia Loop City still 8.09 to go here in the second quarter. And Caden Cusick stays in there as the Wildcat. They've mixed it up. Jones, conventional, Pistol, and Kusick out of the Wildcat. He'll take it off right side. This is a hard way to make a living and the ball may have come loose. And the officials say yes it did. They're going to give the ball to Amherst. Fumble recovered by Jaron Potts. That's the fourth turnover for Arcadia Loop City. Jaron Potts trying to keep his football team in it here, and this will be recovered at the Amherst 16-yard line. Tough break for Arcadia Loop City, and they will now have an opportunity to get back on offense. 20 to 12, four turnovers, and they're still ahead. Option Stokebrand, he's just going to follow his blockers, kick it up on the right side to the 15 to the 20, out to the 25-yard line. He's got the first down up to about the 27. Going to be a gain of 12 on the play that time for the quarterback, Cole Stokebrand. And a first down here for Amherst. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have a look at the first half stats. We'll go to the PlatRiverPreps.com scoreboard, update our scores from around the listening area. Right now, first and 10. Ball at about the 28 yard line. Hand off again, straight ahead, and there is nowhere to go this time. Good run blitz, and they will wrap him up, even though it is not easy to bring down Mr. Florell. It took about the fourth and fifth guy, including Preston Rogers. He is slippery out there. Picks up a half a yard. We'll call it second down and nine. We've got volleyball coming your way next week, starting with the Twin Valley Conference Finals Monday night at 6 o'clock from Franklin, then Carney High, Lincoln Southwest Tuesday, second and nine. Pitch play, short side of the field. Esperson follows his blocks and just follows them until they run into the O Her sideline here. Not much on the play. He'll get across the 30-yard line and step out. It looks like at about the 32, student body left for about four yards on the play. And it'll be third down and six for Amherst, trailing 20-12 to 12, with 7.15 remaining in the first half of play. Ball at their own 32-yard line. This time Stoke Brand under center out of that tight eye formation. Pitch play, Florell trying to get to the right corner. It's strung out. He breaks one tackle. Breaks two. Breaks three. He's into Arcadia Loop City territory and has the first down at the 37, and then we get a late hit. A big old flag comes in after the play. An 11-yard gain for Sam Florell. And I think we're going to get 15 more here on the visitors. Personal foul on the defense. And that 15 yards covers a long way. Ball spotted about the 37. It's going to take him all the way down to the 22-yard line. Third penalty of the ball game for 25 yards on Arcadia Loop City. And that will give a little more life to Amherst. Man, what a run that is by Sam Florelli. He's had three of those. Looking for an update on South Loop and Burwell. That's the big game in D1 tonight. Three versus 4, six, four six, oh, five oh six. Six four six oh five oh six. if you happen to be attending that ball game or listening in. And uh, also you can uh, twi- Twitter address hashtag preps. So if you tweet that, love to get that on our prep scoreboard as well. 7.14 to go before halftime, and here comes Amherst. After a nice run and a 15-yard penalty, Stoke Brand under center. Pitch play left side. Esperson trying to find a hole. He, he is still being you know, strung out and nowhere to go. So florrell has been able to find a way to slide through there. When there is a hole, Esperson has jumped through it, but just nowhere to go that time. And it is going to be a second down. And they'll say even a loss of a yard on the play. Maybe two. They'll mark him back at the 24. Second down and 12. Other scores to look at. It is Lincoln High 21, Carney 7. Southwest leads Grand Island 7 nothing in the second quarter. Second and 12, Stokebrand option to the right side. Keeps it himself, and he's going to be wrapped up immediately after getting a yard on the play. Tucker Quinn right there out of his linebacker position. Stayed with his man, did his assignment, and made a beautiful play. Going to give him uh, maybe the two yards back that they lost on the previous play, and it'll be third down and about ten and a half. Again, two down territory, so you've got probably the whole playbook to go to here. Neither team has called a timeout yet in this football game until that play right there. So timeout on the field brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. Third at about eleven for Amherst at the Arcadia Loop City twenty three six ten to go first half Arcadia Loop City twenty Amherst twelve.
16: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Other score updates.
1: Beatrice is leading Hastings 14-10 on the breeze, 94.5. Grand Island Northwest leading Crete 6-0. Cozad and Lexington are scoreless. York leads Seward 7-0 in the second quarter of play. Adams Central 14-13 over Carney Catholic second quarter. On ESPN 14-60, 15-50. And Minden leading Holdridge 13-7. Third down and 11 for Amherst at the Arcadia Loop City 23-yard line. Out of the timeout. Fake the pitch, rolling right. Stokebrand back across his body. He's got a man, a one-hand catch at the 15, to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone for the touchdown, Dustin Bramer. But there is a flag. Now this is where he threw it. It might be roughing the passer. No, it's holding. A hold on the play and wipe out a nice backside touchdown pass. To Dustin Bramer, the junior tight end, hauled it in with one hand, but it's not going to count. And so instead of touchdown, it's going to be third and about 21. In fact, it was in the backfield. It might be farther than that. A costly hold here. They'll move the ball all the way back to the 33. Need to make it to about the 12 for a first down. So we'll call it third and 21, 22 yards to go. eye formation fumble the snap, and they're just going to have to fall on. That's exactly what they do, but they lose more yardage. They might actually now have to pump the football. Amherst loses about three yards. Let's see, yeah, about three yards to the 36. So after a nice run, and then, of course, the 15-yard penalty that was assessed for a late hit, you have got fourth. And about 24 at the 36-yard line. And indeed, Florell is in there. Arcadia Loop City, they could send the house, but they got to make sure that they don't rough him. Florell, the left-footed punter, gets the snap. Not much of a rush. Tries to pooch it. It's a nice high kick. It's going to bounce at about the 9 and head out of bounds. Teach those college and NFL guys how to do that. Nice punt by Florell. They're going to mark him out at about the 13. It's only 23 yards, but it's not a touchback. And it pins Arcadia Loop City in their own territory. First and 10, 5.44 to go here. In the first half of play, 20-12, the Rebels have led since the first play of the game a 58-yard touchdown run by Caden Kusick. He has since added a three-yarder. And then we had the six-yard, five-yard run by Jaden Jones. Cole Stoke brand a six-yard run and Sam Florella a 65-yard run for Amherst. First and 10 at the 13, Jones is in. Turns and hands it off to his second back and... Piled up behind the line of scrimmage. The defensive line for Amherst just blew him up that time. Looked like they brought in a new back in Calarose that time. So trying Calarose, carrying the football, and he didn't get any kind of a chance. They were at his feet before he even took a step forward. A loss of one, second and 11 at the 12. Jones. Pitch play right side. It's high. The ball's fumbled. Rogers. it's on the ground and Amherst fighting for it. They've got it. The fifth turnover for Arcadia Loop City. Dominic Esperson came away with the errant pitch. Arcadia Loop City brings in two new backs. They lose a yard and they fumble it. Rogers very great tonight in the return game. And Amherst is going to get another chance. Esperson has an interception. Now he has a fumble recovery at the nine-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. First and goal. And they will line up under center. Stokebrand, bootleg right side, he's got some room. Now cuts it back up to the five and into the end zone, touchdown, Amherst. The second touchdown run of the night by Cole Stokebrand. The first time he went bootleg left, this time he goes bootleg right. And it's a two-point game, conversion coming up here. Stokebrand taking it in from eight yards out. So he's got two touchdowns here on the ground in this football game. And last time they went for a kick that would have left them behind, and it was just smothered. So I think they're going to shell that for now and go for two. That's exactly what they do, and they bring Sam Hollander, the freshman, in as a blocking back. Stokebrand under center, pitch play trying to get Esperson to the corner. Esperson looks for some room, spins, twirls and he is in and we are tied. 4:59 to go here in the first half and a 8-yard touchdown run by Cole Stokebrand. You're 5 points back touchdown, 5 points bank, the Better Bank in Carney. It's 20
17: to 20 on Power 99. On for a free estimate.
12: Buzz's Marine of Carney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzzes at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat.
1: And we are tied at 20 as Amherst boots it away, but we are going to get offsides. We're not even going to let them finish that one. Offsides on the kick. Uh, one of the uh, Broncos towards the Arcadia Loop City sideline got about a three-yard head start on that one, so we'll back him up and kick it away again. And that's dangerous because Preston Rodgers, uh, Amherst hasn't shown that they can kick it into the end zone, and Preston Rodgers has already had a couple of really, really nice returns. 4.58 to go here in the first half, 20-20. to 20, But again, a couple of big storylines here. The biggest, five turnovers in the first half, by Arcadia Loop City, and they're not behind. That's the amazing thing. They are minus four and a half, and they do not trail. So although Coach Mike Scott and his crew are not going to be happy, if they can get into the locker room tied or even score here again, they're just going to be counting their lucky stars here. As we're ready to boot it away. This time everybody stays back. Shorter kick. It's going to be taken off the hop at the 16-yard line. They'll fake it this time. Rodgers had it to begin with, 20. 25, dancing around. Look out, he's going to reverse his field. 30, 35, needs one more block. 40, back to the middle of the field. 30 to the 20, all the way home. Preston Rogers. this time made it. What a return by Preston Rogers! We'll go 64 yards, and we weren't tied for long. Man, oh, man. This kid is something else in the return game. 26-20, to 20, the five-points bank touchdown, the 64-yard kickoff return by Preston Rogers Just kept alive, kept alive. Maybe we should just have Rogers and Florell touch the ball every time out here. It's been pretty exciting when they do. Arcadia Loop City deciding what they want to do, taking a long time to get their PAT team out here. They also tried to kick it once, and it didn't work. And they're late getting eight guys out there. They're going to probably have to burn a timeout on a PAT. They're going to go for two. Ready to go Jones under center. And there it is. You don't want to go for two from seven yards away. So timeout on the field here by Arcadia Loop City. Each team has used one. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
8: Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it?
1: Doug to J.D. Rader back with you here. Reminder that coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And at the end of the night, when we're all done from Amherst, it's the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Jeff Babel and the crew back at the Power 99 studios. As we get closer to playoff time, all the important scores, updates from our radio games, and scores from across the state. So stay with us for all of that. As we are ready to go for the two-point conversion now, Jones takes the snap, simply hands it to Kusick. Kusick off the left side is not going to get there, and so the two-point run is no good. 4.42 remains here in the first half, still 26-20 now Arcadia Loop City after the 64-yard kickoff return by Preston Rogers.
0: for you.
18: Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value. Like Nutripack with its state-of-the-art chemistry, Nutripack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development: roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, Nutripack is a product for you. Contact Mid Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized Nutripack and Enzone from Ag Explorer 308. 308- 468
1: 6206. And the kick is away, and this one was missed. It's going to go out of bounds here before we've seen tonight. I guess in our Arcadia City might have to re-tee it and kick it again. There's some decision over here by Hurst. And let's see what they decide. Looks like they might just send the offense out now. Here comes Cole Stokebrand. They'll take it at the 25-yard line. So, first out in 10 to Amherst. They have not had the lead yet tonight. But they did tie it up after being down fourteen and I think twenty to twenty, only to see Rogers come back and return the kickoff 64 yards for a touchdown. So that's where we are at with 442 remaining in the half. 26-20 Arcadia Loop City in this D1 district ball game. Arcadia Loop City finally getting healthy and outside of the turnovers playing like it. First and ten, Stoke Brand under center of the eye formation. He is going to roll left, fake the pitch, cut it up himself, and run right into a wall of white and black jerseys led by Scott in there and uh, Tucker Quinn, excuse me. Going to be a gain of one on the play for Stokebrand. Second down and nine. Amherst not only wants to score, they want to grind some clock. They don't want the Rebels to get the ball back here with about four minutes to go it out of nine yards to go. They'll run option to the right side. Stokebrand decides to pitch it. Esperson, there's nowhere to go. Again, the black and white there, and they stack him up. And again, it's Tucker Quinn. Quinn doing a great job of penetration. Stands him up. And just not a whole lot of love tonight for Esperson. Dominic, the leading rusher for this Amherst team, lost another yard on the play. I have him for eight carries and 14 yards is all so far in the game. It's been Florell that have been giving him trouble. Third down and 10, passing situation here for the Broncos. brand under center, though. He'll drop back, five-step drop, has some pressure. He's flushed, steps up now, and gets free. He's up to the 30, right sideline, 35, and he's going to be hit, looks like just short of the first down at the 35-yard line. It's going to be fourth down and less than two, but they're on their own side of midfield. And the clock will continue to run as they brought him down short. They'll mark him at the 34. It's going to be fourth and about a yard and a half. After a good scramble that time by Cole Stokebrand. And it looks like they're going to go for it. Arcadia Loop City has to be very wary of the hard count here. Amherst has a couple of timeouts, so this might just be a little trickeration. Stokebrand under center. Fourth and a long one or a short two. Yep, there's the hard count. I don't think they're going to go for it at all. He checks the sideline here. And they'll call the timeout. So they tried to draw them off, didn't work, and Amherst will use their second timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 2.47 to go here in the first half. It's Arcadia Loop City 26 and Amherst 20 on Power 99
15: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
1: See Impact Seed. Doug Duda back with you here and our producer engineer J.D. Rader as we take a look at a halftime score. It is Burwell 21 and South Loop 6 at the half in the Battle of Unbeatens. We'll have a lot more scores coming your way when we reach halftime. Nebraska Christian leading Ravenna 20 to nothing at the half. BDS a 14-12 lead over Cross County at the half. Need an update on Elm Creek Ansley-Litchfield? If you happen to be listening at that game, please give us a call or text to 646-0506 and we'll pass that score along. Fourth down and two and Amherst lines up like they're going to go for it again. At their own 34. Stokebrand quarterback sneak and he's working and working I don't think he got it. The ball actually ended up in the hands there of Sam Hollander. I'm not even sure they're close enough to bring the chains in. Our lead referee, Howard Donlinger, isn't even going to bother with the chains. Yeah, he is. He's going to say, why not? Let's take a look at it. The chain gang bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. And we might have some of that weather here before we know it. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. But I don't think he's got the first down here. He really tried, but he is short Yeah, by about a half a yard. So... A yard that time and a quarterback sneak. That's a big gamble there by Amherst because there's plenty of time and Arcadia Loop City has two timeouts. And you just gave the lead back after working the whole half to catch up. 26-20. Arcadia Loop City with the ball at the Amherst 36-yard line. So Amherst stopped on fourth and one or fourth and two. Is what our scoreboard told us, so we'll go with that. Out of the pistol formation, Jones. He's going to send his man in motion from left to right, fake the chest sweep, and just hand it straight up the middle to Kusick inside the 30. And he breaks a tackle, gets close to the 26 yard line. Good, strong run. Haven't seen a lot of motion or deception here type of plays in the first half from Arcadia Loop City. And Kusick's going to get nine on the play. And that'll take Caden to 109 yards here in the first half. He's got two of his team's touchdowns. First, second, and one at the 27-yard line of Amherst. Again, Arcadia Loop City with five turnovers, and they still lead this game. Spread it out with Twins to the right side. Still out of that pistol formation. Once again, they will send in motion Logan Gregory. Fake it to him. Hand it straight off to Cusick again over the right side, and he is going to be brought down by the shoulder pads once he gets inside the 20-yard line by Potts. But it's a good, strong run by Cusick. Enough for a first down unless we have some laundry on the field. No, we do not. So first down run, take him to about the 18-17 yard line. Going to be a gain of 10 that play for Caden Kusick. And Arcadia Loop City, been a long time since they put a first down on the board. But they're able to get one there. At the 17, 145 and counting in the first half up by six. Jet sweep this time. They give it to Gregory around the right side. He'll head toward the sideline, be brought down at about the 13-yard line. Going to be a short gain, but enough to keep it respectable. and he does get out of bounds to stop the clock. It's going to be 15 or 5 yards, they say. They have kept sending uh, Gregory in motion, and that time they decided to give it to him. Second down and 5. Ball will be at the 12-yard line. 1.15 1.15 to go, and they are running the clock now. Jones, again, same play on the fake jet sweep. Ball hit the backfield, and they turn and hand it off. It's going to be Kusick up the middle, but here comes a penalty flag right in the middle of that run scrum, and he is close to the end zone, and he got into the end zone for a touchdown, but we have a penalty marker on the field. And Arcadia Loop City is going to have to try again on the hold. So the hold wipes out what would have been the third touchdown of the night for Caden Cusick. And it's going to make it second and pretty long, not as long as it had been because the hold actually occurred a little bit downfield, so Cusick's going to get credit there for about four. Well, let's see. Yeah, about four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and 12, officially. Ball marked at the 20-yard line, 26-20, Arcadia Loop City, 53 seconds remaining before halftime. Now they line up in a funky Wildcat formation again. They'll turn, hand it off on a little mini end around. That play goes nowhere. Actually, it's different running backs and different quarterbacks and all kinds of different things in there. They gave it to Foster. They had Jaden Scott in there as the Wildcat quarterback, and he turned and gave it to Foster, and... He's done a great job on the kick returns, but Rodgers that time loses about three on the play, and it's going to be third down and 15, and Arcadia Loop City will use their second timeout. So third and 15 for the Rebels at the 22-yard line of Amherst. They lead at 26-20, 43 seconds remaining here in the first half of play. We're just going to go ahead and keep it here and remind you that the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up on KKPR-FM, Carney Loop City, Amherst, and the worldwide web at platriverpreps.com in a long long first half of play here tonight 46 points and all the turnovers that we have had let's see what coach scott has drawn up here again they're in two down territory but with only one timeout, they don't have all day they need to get to the eight inside the eight for a first down Twins to the left side, Kusick in the backfield with Jaden Jones. Again, they send Gregory in motion on the jet sweep, and they'll hand it off to Kusick left side. He's got room, 15-10, but he did not get the first down. And Arcadia Loop City is going to use their final timeout. So that was the play they scored the touchdown on that was wiped out just a minute ago by the hold. And here Kusick gets a huge chunk of yardage. He's going to pick up 13. It's going to be fourth down and two with 35 seconds, so if they get the first down, they will stop the clock, they can get up and spike it and still be in great shape, and they have to get inside the eight, so the scenario here is pretty good for Arcadia Loop City, even if they don't get it, they should have a lead going into the halftime locker room, but now Amherst wants to make a stop because the Broncos will get the ball to start the third quarter. So fourth and two, Arcadia Loop City at the Amherst 10-yard line with 35 seconds remaining in the first half, up six, trying to make it a two-touchdown ball game. Kusick to the left of his shotgun quarterback in Jaden Jones. Twins split out to the right side again. Evidently some confusion. They're yelling in from the sideline. I don't have a timeout, though. Jones. Long count, takes it, little swing pass out here. It's complete to Gregory. Gregory has the first down. Gregory breaks a tackle, and it'll be brought down inside the five at the two-yard line. Good tackle that time by Dominic Esperson to get the job done. They'll actually mark it at the one, so a gain of nine. First and goal at the one, and they have all kinds of time now. They don't have to worry about spiking it. And they're just going to line up Kusick under center and push forward for another Arcadia Loop City touchdown. Kusick, his third touchdown of the ball game from one yard out. Well well done there by Arcadia Loop City. Came out of that timeout, had everything designed like they wanted, took a chance and threw the football, which they haven't done a whole lot of, and that gives them a first and goal to one, and that's an easy play call for Caden Kusick, His third touchdown, 137 yards for him now here in the first half of play. They'll line up to go for two and try and make it a 14-point game. Wildcat again with Larchick, the blocking back. They hand it off to Larchick, and over the left side, no good. So the two-point conversion is no good. Our five-points bank touchdown, a one-yard quarterback sneak from Caden Kuzik. His third touchdown of the night, five-points bank the better bank in Carney. 20 seconds to go before halftime. Arcadia Loop City, 32, and Amherst, 20. going to be a high, short pooch kick, taking it about the 12-yard line. And it's so high that they get down there defensively, 15, maybe to the 20-yard line. And that's where the return will be here for Amherst. Just 14 seconds and one timeout. A couple years ago, they would have chucked it down the field a couple of times here. I do not expect that to happen right now. I'd be uh, giving it to Sam Florell, see if he can shake free. Arcadia Loop City playing their best prevent. Eight-man defense. And before we can get everything lined up, Amherst is going to call a timeout right now. So Amherst calls their final timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 14 seconds to go before halftime. ENT Physicians taking care of you since 1994, located where you need to specializing in you. While we have a break, I want to remind you more high school volleyball coming up next week here on Power 99. We will be busy four nights next week. Monday and Tuesday volleyball, Thursday and Friday football. Monday, we will be at the Twin Valley Conference Championships down at Franklin, getting underway at 6 o'clock. Blue Hill, Kennesaw, Red Cloud, they are the top three seeds, and you get a bunch of right around 500 in the four through seven seed. Tuesday, Carney High will be at home as they take on Lincoln Southwest in a Class A top ten duel. Then, as we said, Thursday and Friday football. Getting ready for halftime and If Amherst was just going to turn and hand it off, they probably wouldn't have called the timeout. It looked like they had eight guys out there. It looked like they had everybody lined up the right way. So let's see what they end up doing here. Time for a couple of plays if they can get a first down or get out of bounds. And here they go, rolling left, just running, running to the outside and running out of bounds for a short gain on the play, maybe three yards. And they did give it to Florell, see if he could shake free. Didn't get... A whole lot, but he does get out with eight seconds to go to stop the clock, and Amherst will get one more play to run here. All that, it's going to be about two yards for Florell, who goes for 106 yards here in the first half. He had a 65-yard touchdown run. So this could be the final play of the half. Stokebrand talks with his right end, though, so he comes up under center. Stokebrand takes the snap, back to pass, rolling to his right, rolling, rolling, rolling. He's going to have to tuck it up and run. 30, 35, and he didn't get out of bounds in time, and that will be the end of the first half of play. He was trying to go with that throwback all the way across the field, the Potts They had a touchdown on that earlier callback because of a holding. This is going to end up being about a 12-yard run for the Amherst Bronco quarterback. but. Time runs out, and we have finally made it to halftime. Just about every game on our Platte River Prep scoreboard is at the half, and we will take a look at those coming up for you here on our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Again, your score in this eight-man D1 district battle at the half, Arcadia Loop City 32 and Amherst 20. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report on Power 99.
3: Whether you go to Carney High. We've got to be ready for whatever they show us and, and attack it the
2: best we can.
1: Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the dig is made. Outside attack, termination, a Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 and four
3: on the season. Now this is their first trip to state. Or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
1: And welcome back to Amherst, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We are at the half here in the seventh of eight games this season for these two uh, eight-man squads. It's Arcadia Loop City 32 and Amherst 20. Arcadia Loop City scored on the very first play of the game. Uh, A 58-yard run from Caden Kusick, the first of his three touchdowns here in the first half. They were up 14-0, but five turnovers in the first half. If you just joined us, five Arcadia Loop City turnovers. If you have been listening, you've heard me say that numerous times. Five Arcadia Loop City turnovers, just one for Amherst, and uh, Arcadia Loop City uh, was able to score. From nine yards out on that one. Amherst wasn't able to take advantage of all those turnovers, but they did come back, eventually tied at 20 apiece. But then right after that, it was a, a kickoff return from uh, Preston Rogers from 64 yards out, and the Rebels score the last two touchdowns to take the 32 20 lead. The UNK volleyball team cruise to a straight set victory over Missouri Southern tonight 25 10, 16, and 14. UNK wins. A 10th straight match and pushes its home court winning streak to 64. They go for number 65 tomorrow when they host Southwest Baptist at 3 o'clock at the UNK Health and Sports Center. Tomorrow the 5th ranked Huskers will be at number 9 Penn State after football 7 o'clock on the breeze 94.5. Hastings College is up at Briarcliff for volleyball and soccer uh, tomorrow. Of course, the Huskers are at Northwestern on ABC. Kickoff just after 11, pregame at 6 on the Breeze, 94.5. The UNK football team will be at 13th-ranked Northwest Missouri State. And that kicks off at 2. Hastings College will be home against 4-2 Midland, 1 o'clock from Lloyd Wilson Field. And you can hear that on 1230 AM KHS. In the Major League Baseball playoffs, it's game one of the National League Championship Series. In the bottom of the third, the Brewers lead the Dodgers by a score of 2-1. to one. Tomorrow, it's game one of the American League Series with the defending world champion Astros taking on the Boston Red Sox. So there's a little bit of what's going on in the world of sports outside of high school football. We will take a look at what's going on on the high school football scoreboard when we return on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report.
4: Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes.
1: Now let's go take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Uh, Platte River Preps, you can follow along on your mobile device or at home or wherever you're at, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Almost every game is at halftime, and a few have gotten to the third quarter. In fact, as I look at the board, every game has made it halftime, uh, as we had a long one here. So at the half in Class A, 6th-ranked Lincoln High, leading Kearney 35-21. to Lincoln Southwest leading number 5 Grand Island 7 to nothing at the half. Class B, all at the half. It is Beatrice trying to upset Hastings. They lead it 21-10 to on the Breeze, 94.5. Granola Northwest leads Crete, 13-0. Lexington leads Cozad, 21-6. to And Seward, number 5, leading defending champion at number 4, York, 8-7. C1 at the half. Adams Central 28. Kearney Catholic 13 on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Fillmore Central leads Central City 14-8. Top ranked Aurora over Milford 42 to nothing. Holdridge now leads Minden 14-13. O'Neill leads Broken Bow 14-13. Ord leads Valentine 21 to nothing. Those are at the half into the third quarter. Gothenburg 21. Ovalala 14. C2, third quarter, St. Cecilia 7, Donovan Trumbull 3, that's on 12.30 a.m. KHAS The rest of the games are at half, Grand Island Central Catholic 23, Gibbon 6, Wood River 28, Hershey nothing, St. Paul 20, Centura nothing, Sutton 46, Superior nothing, Fairbury 20, Sandy Creek 6, and North Platte St. Pat's 21, Southern Valley 12. In D1 action at the half Elm Creek 28, Ansley Litchfield nothing, Bruning Davenport Shickley 14, Cross County 12, Nebraska Christian 20, Ravenna nothing, Burwell 21, South Loop 6 and a final from this afternoon Palmer over Shelton 50 to 6. In D2 from this afternoon Elwood takes care of Loomis 64 to 26. At the half Kennesaw leads Blue Hill 50 to nothing and Overton leads Bertrand. 20 to 6. We're looking for updates on the Pleasanton Anselmo Myrna game. I know some folks that are listening in, so uh, shoot us a text or an email. Also, Axtel uh, Lawrence Nelson. Text or a phone call, not email. Text or a phone call, 308 646 0506. We'd really appreciate uh, getting that score on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Finals in six man, Harvard over Silver Lake 79 to 8. Red Cloud in a good one over hartland Lutheran 34 29. McCool Junction beats Dorchester 69-8. And in the third quarter, Wilcox-Hildreth being tested 26-12 over SEM. SEM's having a good year. Wilcox-Hildreth's kind of blown everybody out. And this is a 14-point game in the third quarter. Again, here at the half, Arcadia Loop City 32, Amherst 20. We'll be back with the first-half stats right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report
5: Welcome to the 56th Street Sinclair Plaza. We're locally owned and operated, offering you all the snacks, drinks, and quick-grab food you could need for a short trip across town or a road trip. Fuel up and wash the car with our fully automated car wash. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. The 56th Street Sinclair Plaza is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. 56th Street Sinclair Plaza, obviously located on 56th Street in Kearney.
1: And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda with you as we take a look at the first half stats, starting with the Amherst Broncos. It's been big plays or nothing for most of the night and uh, some short fields out there as well. Sam Florell leads the way with nine carries, 106 yards and a touchdown. Cole Storkbrand, 11 carries, 58 yards and two touchdowns. Dominic Esperson, eight carries, 14 yards. 28 rushing attempts, 178 yards for Amherst. <laughs> Through the air, Stokebrand has put it up six times. He completed one of them for zero yards, and he has a pick. So one for six with an interception, zero yards through the air, all 178 on the ground, seven first downs for Amherst. They punted it four times for an average of 31 yards. The one turnover and three penalties for 25 yards. For Arcadia Loop City, Caden Kusick leading the way, 18 carries, 137 yards, and two touchdowns. And then you have five different players that have carried at once. Tryon Calarose for negative one, Jared Larchek, zero, Logan Gregory, five yards, Jaden Jones, a five-yard touchdown, and Preston Rogers, negative three. So that is what you've done there as far as the rushing numbers. Uh, just uh, eight more yards outside of what uh, Caden Kusick has. 23 carries, 145 yards here in the first half. Through the air, Jones has put the ball in the air eight times. He's been picked off twice. He has completed four of those for a total of 41 yards and uh, no touchdowns. So four of eight, two picks, 41 yards through the air, 145 on the ground, 186 yards. That's, according to my numbers, only eight more yards than Amherst. Eight first downs, one punt. It was a 19-yarder. The five turnovers, three fumbles and two picks and four penalties 35 yards yet arcadia loop city with the help of some good kick returns including one that went into the end zone for preston rogers from 64 yards out he also had one that he returned to the seven yard line they had the interception that was taken to the nine yard line so a lot of short fields for arcadia loop city they lead at the half 32 to 20 our first half scoring wrap brought to you by buffalo county farm bureau everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent buffalo county farm bureau in Carney. First play of the game, Caden Kusick, a 58-yard touchdown run. Then he ran in the two-point conversion. Eight to nothing. Then they fumbled the ball at the Arcadia Loop City 24. Tucker Quinn gets an interception and returns it to the nine. Cusick takes it in from three yards out. The two-point run no good. 14 to nothing with 618 to go in the first quarter. Stokebrand then comes away with an interception to the Arcadia Loop City 15 yard line. And then he switches over to quarterback and runs it in on the naked bootleg from six yards out. The conversion, no good. Three sixteen to go in the first quarter. It's 14-6. That takes us into the second quarter, where Esperson steps up and gets an interception in the end zone. Then the very next play, a 65-yard run by Sam Florell. The extra point blocked 14-12. Then Rodgers made that return to the seven-yard line. Jane Jones took it in from five yards out. The extra point blocked, so it's 20-12 Arcadia Loop City. Potts comes away with a fumble recovery at the Amherst 16-yard line, and there's nothing that they were able to do with that one. But then after Esperson gets a... Fumble at the Arcadia Loop City 9. Stokebrand took it in on the next play to make it 20-20. to Preston Rogers return, returned the ensuing kickoff 64 yards to make it 26-20. to And then on the final possession of the half for Arcadia Loop City, they convert a fourth and two on a short pass play at the 10-yard line. And Kusick takes it in from one yard out with 20 seconds to go. And it is to 32-20 at the half in favor of Arcadia Loop City. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau and we are about ready to bring you second half action here in high school football on KKPR FM Carney Riverdale and our friends uh, down the road in Sumner and of course our friends up at Ashton like to have all those with us here on tonight's broadcast for Arcadia Loop City and uh, Amherst. 32-20, to 20, your score, Arcadia Loop City. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find this in your local yellow pages. The second half is next.
3: husker football left you scratching your head the big rack shack and carney can't help you with that but they can help you with all your powder coating needs with the area's largest powder coating oven they can powder well just about anything whether it's automotive parts lawn furniture railings ag equipment they do it all give the big rack shack a call today 308-234-4464 for all your powder coat needs
1: Don't forget that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be used and listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet, the reigning athletes of the month. Katie Linder down the road at... Pleasant and Aiden Wheelock of Minden, who is looking to bring home another state cross country championship. Our field conditions tonight brought to you, as always, by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions. Yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. We talked about it earlier tonight because we thought it might be a factor. It hasn't really factored into all the turnovers. But there, with the rain that we've had and the bad weather for a lot of the week and the way this field sets at Amherst, it took some of that. And there are definitely some patches and some mud out there tonight on this football field. And uh, we have seen a couple guys slip and slide a little bit. And uh, as the night moves on, we might see it a couple more times. Now, Arcadia Loop City received the football to start the game, thus scored on the first play. Amherst will now get the ball to start the second half, down by two scores, see if they can make something out of it, as Esperson and Floro will go back to receive the kick. And it looks like big boy Larchick, Jared, going to put it on the tee and see if he can boom it through. They had Jones kick it off a couple of times, too. But they don't necessarily want him on kick coverage, probably, so that's why he's not in there to kick it. We're ready to go and get the second half underway on Classic Hit's Power 99. Larchick kick the top of it. It's going to scoot all the way down the field, and is it going to go out of bounds? Look out, Arcadia Loop City's going to cover the ball at the two. Amherst just looked at it, and Arcadia Loop City is going to cover it at the two-yard line. You could tell the referee back there was going, uh-oh, And that ball just didn't get out of bounds, and what a disastrous start to the third quarter for Amherst, and what an early Christmas gift. They just sang happy birthday to somebody down here, but it sure wasn't to anybody wearing Rebel colors. And that'll be the second turnover for Amherst, and give credit to Arcadia Loop City for hustling down there. It's at the three. First down and ten, they'll get in that wildcat with Caden Cusick. He's actually going to come under center. They'll just power it right up over his big center and into the end zone. First play of the first quarter, first play of the third quarter, and Arcadia Loop City is up by 18, and boy, does that just suck the air out of your sails coming out of halftime. But if you're Amherst, you're just going to go back and do it again. You're either going to be six or eight more points behind is the only difference. That took all of three seconds. 38-20, 38-20, our five-points bank touchdown brought to you by five-points bank of Kearney. The three-yard run by Caden Kusick, his fourth touchdown of the night. And they're going to line up to go for two. Also in that Wildcat, looks like the same play. They're just going to try and run over Amherst, and that's exactly what they're doing right now. And Amherst is going to have to find a way to suck it up and to push back. They were doing it earlier, but right now, They're in some trouble. The two-point run is good. 11.57 to go in the third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 40, Amherst 20.
3: Go forth, save, and prosper.
5: That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC.
2: Trotter Woe & Go in Loop City is a very proud supporter of the high school athletes in and out of the game. Stop in and see us before and after the game. Fill your tank and your tummy at the Woe & Go in Loop City on Highway 92. Trotter's has been proudly serving this area for years with a location near you. Trotter's Woe & Go in Loop City would like to take this moment to wish all the area athletes and coaches the very best.
1: One of the reasons you show up at the old ballpark, you never know what you're going to see, and that was something new tonight as Larchek gets ready to boot it away again, and this time he's going to hammer it into the end zone. To put a little more salt in the wound, to be honest, Jared Larchek did not kick that ball off like he wanted to. He took a boot out and he just topped it, and it spun all the way down there, and it, you know, (laughs) if if you're on a golf course, that ball's going to end up in the rough, or, or out of bounds here, and here it just spun on that wet surface, and Nothing happened. They died at the three. So, tough break there for Amherst. Let's see what the Broncos can do here. They need a couple of good positive plays, maybe break a big one, get their crowd back into it. It It's pretty silent right now here on senior night. First and 10 at their own 15, as the Rebels have scored 20 in a row. Simple pitch play to Florell. Fell, hit in the backfield, breaks a tackle again, gets to the 15, out to the 19-yard line. There were three big boys back there, including Jacob Jarabic, but Florell who had that spectacular 65-yard run, has had about three or four runs where he has been three or four yards deep and is able to get something out of it. That's going to be a four-yard gain for Florel. He's got 110 yards on the night and picks up four here. Second down and six at their own 19-yard line. Florell checks out. That means they'll bring in Hollander, run option. Right side, get it to Esperson, Starts right, cuts back, has a little room. 25, and he'll scoot out to about the 29-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 10, and that's the best carry of the night for Dominic Esperson, and Florel will hustle back in. So they're just kind of r- rotating running backs to run in the plays. First and 10 at the 29-yard line. Get the stick set and blow it ready to go. Umpire Chet Graham getting that ball down where it needs to be. Out of the I formation, Stokebrand. Runs option left side. He's going to cut it up and keep it himself. When we got drilled in the back. Lucky he hung on to the football. Tucker Quinn drilled him after he was slowed down there by Cannon Ozentosky. He gets out to about the 33-yard line. We'll call it a gain of three and a half, second down and seven. So brand slipped through there a couple of times. He's got 61 yards, but he took a shot there. Back to that short eye formation option to the right side. He'll keep it again, and again he'll run into a wall, and Tucker Quinn is going to have... A lot of tackles tonight. He gets another one right there. It didn't exactly bring him down, but they stop him. He picks up a couple to about the 34. We'll call it third down and five. 40 to 40-20, Arcadia Loop City. 10-20 to go here in quarter number three. Still a lot of football left here. As Amherst will put Sam Hollander in as a fullback. He'll pitch it right back to his eye back, and looking for a little running room is going to be Esperson. He's not going to get the first down, though. He crossed the 35, got to about the 37. Going to be fourth at about a yard and a half here. They went for on fourth and two in a similar situation in the first half. Didn't get it. That gave Arcadia Loop City the short field, and they capitalized with 20 seconds to go. And it looks like they're going to line up to go for it here. They hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Fourth and a long one at their own 38. They take the snap. Pitch play Esperson. Tries to get to the outside. He's hitting the backfield. He's not going to get it. The second fourth down run that is sniffed out. Death left over there with some help from Preston Rogers. And it's actually going to be a loss on the play for Esperson. They tried to fool him by breaking huddle and sprinting up to the line of scrimmage. But good discipline by Arcadia Loop City that time. And again... They're going to have it on the Amherst side of midfield. Mark it at the 37-yard line. And now the Rebels have a chance to really put this one in doubt for Amherst if they can go up by four scores. 40-20. It was 20-20 to with five minutes to go in the second quarter. Line up in the Wildcat. Now it's just boring football because all they're doing is running quarterback sneak and trying to run over this defensive line of Amherst. And as soon as they do that a couple of times, the next thing you know, they pop one around the end, and you're not watching him, and he goes in. So a couple of yards there again for Cusick. And it'll be second down at eight at the Amherst 34-yard line. When our football game is over tonight, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. One of the reasons that quarterback sneak keeps working is because Jacob Jaromik, 6'5", 300, snap on the ball. But here they will go back to a pistol formation. They will send Gregory in motion on the jet sweep, and they will hand it to him around the right end. He's got room. 30, 25, 20. The speedster inside the 15, and he's brought down at about the 13-yard line. This young man has explosive speed. That's going to be a 21-yard gain for Logan Gregory. And another first down for Arcadia Loop City. Mark it between the 12 and the 13. 8.56 to go here in the third quarter. 40 to 20 Arcadia Loop City. If you just count back from the halftime break, Arcadia Loop City kicked it off. It bounced down the field. It didn't go out of bounds like Amherst thought it would, and the Rebels covered it at the 3. First and 10 at the 12. Gregory in motion again. Jones takes the snap, gives it to Kusick straight up the middle, shakes one tackle, runs over Florell, gets inside the 5, and he's brought down at the 2, maybe the 1. It'll be first down and goal. That is one of the best plays, and now Kusick got rolled up on, and he is limping to the sideline. He is hurt. I believe that's Cusick. Let me double-check the number. No, that's... Yeah, that is. He's going to come off the sideline after getting four touchdowns. First and goal at the one. An 11-yard gain. And they're going to have Tucker Quinn come in now and take his place out of the Wildcat. He comes under center, and he's going to get the quarterback sneak in for... No. They're going to say no. Looked like there was a good surge over the left side there, but... It's going to be inside the one. No gain for Tucker Quinn. Quinn has had a monster right offensively for the Rebels. They take the huddle again real quick. That will be second and goal. They'll put Quinn under center. Second and goal inside the one. This time he tries the right side, and this time he is in for an Arcadia Loop City touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Carney. 7.50 to go in the third. Arcadia Loop City, 46. And Amherst, 20. One-yard touchdown run. Quinn taking advantage of a little bit of an injury there to Caden Kusick, And now with the cushion, it looks like they're going to bring out the extra point kicking team again. Both teams have tried to kick it once, and both times it was blocked. Arcadia Loop City will bring the sophomore, Joey Betchart in there. Good snap. The kick is away, and the kick is good. It wouldn't have been good from 30, but it doesn't need to be. So congratulations to the sophomore with the rush bearing down. The PAT good, 7.50 to go third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 47 and Amherst 20 on Classic Hits Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
14: Dealer.
13: So many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service and fresh meats, including homemade polis sausage Isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh, and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street. Their kids go to the same school. That's what you get at Joe's Market in Loop City. Joe's Market is proud to support the area athletes.
1: And welcome back to the Carnetonian Repair Broadcast Booth here on Classic Hits Power 99. The kick is going to sail away and go into the end zone. And Amherst will now start again at their own 15-yard line, needing to find some positive offense again. They were down 14-0, got it tied at 20. They were down 32-20 at the ha- half, and then didn't recover the opening kickoff. It wasn't an onside kick. It just looked like it was going to go out of bounds. It didn't all the way down at the three, and the Rebels covered it. Then they stopped Amherst fourth and two in their own territory and take it 36 yards for another touchdown, 47-20 to Rebels, 7.50 to go. And now here we go, the four wide, and they want to throw the ball out here, a little button hook, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of his intended receiver for Amherst in Rhodey. It was a Cole Stoke brand. Still looking for his first positive yardage pass. He has one completion. It went for zero. He was one of six with a pick in the first half, Sang it out at 10 at the 15, and checking out of the ball game again. this time for Amherst. is Vavra. Amherst taking a long, long time here in the huddle. And they're going to go to the spread one more time. They get up to the line of scrimmage with six seconds on the clock. Trips to the right side. Stokebrand takes the snap. little wide receiver screen, and it is in and out of the hands. Uh, Potts, good coverage over here by Deathlifts. Potts was getting down, or he was going to get his head taken off. But, again, on a night like this where it's wet out there, they do their best to keep the football dry, but it's going to be hard. It's a little cool. And these quick plays do not let the clock run very fast. Because if it's incomplete, it stopped, and that was three seconds that that play took. Third down and ten now. And the danger is you put your defense back out there in about 15 seconds of time. Quinn, going to blitz. Right up the middle, he comes. Rolling to his right. Stokebrand has to throw it. It's going to be underthrown, and this ball is going to be incomplete. Preston Rogers thought he was going to get it, and so kind of back it off there at the last second was Drew Lewandowski, and then it just sailed over both their heads, and incomplete. So as Coach Evans told us early in the year, some of the reason they were successful is because they were able to run the ball, but they have not been able to pass the ball at all, and that is showing right here. So Sam Florell with a noticeable limp comes out there and will take the snap to punt it from his own five. The Left-footed kicker gets a beauty away. It will bounce at the 35, and Arcadia Loop City will not be able to return it inside the 30 to about the 26-yard line. That's a 39-yard punt and no return. But the Rebels are back on offense and what was a 26-20 game with two and a half to go, well, with a minute to go in the third, first half of play. Now is in danger if you start thinking about that 35-point rule because if Arcadia Loop City scores and gets a two-point conversion, we go to the running clock. And at this time of the year, I think Coach Scott would go for the two. Uh, You want to get out of here. You're getting closer to the playoffs, which they will be in. They're healthy. They want to stay that way. And they're going to lay back in there in that pistol formation and run wildcat. It looks like Calarose is in there now, but he doesn't go anywhere. Off the right side. Calarose was in there for one carry in the first half. And no gain for trying on this one. And there's a lot of kids on that Arcadia Loop City sideline over there so we may see coach Scott a little bit later on in the ball game use a bunch of those if they can keep a comfortable margin which 27 points is a comfortable margin for the Rebels they uh, just didn't have a whole bunch of close games about 3 of them out of their first 6 back to pass a little swing pass out here into the flat and Right on that completed pass to Caden Cusick. They'll drop him behind the line of scrimmage. Good defense there by Derek John for the Broncos. And another completed pass that goes backwards. That's actually going to be about a four-yard loss on the play. First pass attempt of the second half here for Arcadia Loop City. But it does keep the clock running with 6.20 to go in the third quarter. Again, a lot of football here. This could go either way. 47-20. to 20. I don't mean win or loss, but momentum-wise... And Gregory in motion on the jet sweep. They fake it to him. Jones in the pocket, throws it over the middle, and there's nobody there. He had to get rid of it because he got hit. It was a good-looking pass. It's just that there was nobody down the middle of the field, and that will bring up fourth down and 14 here for the Rebels. Back to return the kick. Looks like is that Florell or Esperson that they put back there? I think that's Sam. Sam they put back there to return the kick. Ready to boot it away now. Will be Beth Jarn. Good snap. A little pressure up the middle. Also a left-footed punter. Good high punt. And no fair catch. It's going to be taken at the 25-yard line. And then Kusick makes him pay for it. And we're going to get a penalty flag. We're going to get a penalty flag. This might be helmet to helmet, boys. Florell is going to try to make something happen on that. going to be a 34-yard punt, just the second one of the night for the Rebels. And so the flag goes on Arcadia Loop City, and they'll march off another big chunk. And our referee calls targeting, and that'll be a first down. Move the ball from the 22 out to about the 37, 38-yard line is where it will officially be marked down. That's the second personal foul. And in high school football, we don't go look at the film, obviously, and throw guys out for that. But you can't do it multiple times. So, first and ten, Amherst. Can they take advantage of great field position here at their own 38? They'll go back to the conventional I formation. Stokebrand turns, hands it off to his eye back. Esperson's got a hole across midfield, inside the 35 of the Rebels. He'll be brought down just short of the first down marker. Going to be a gain of eight for Dominic Esperson. But again, he trots off the field, and neither one of the running backs has been able to get into much of a flow. But uh, Florell hasn't needed a flow. He's done it on his own, and they'll pitch it to him right side. Trying to get out there, gets a good crackback block. That's going to be a hold is what I meant by a good crackback block. They just yanked the safety or the uh, corner that was coming in down by his shoulder pads. That was an easy hold call. But again, that's about the third time these holds have come on short yardage situations here. The third hold of the ball game against Amherst, four penalties for 35 yards. And wipes out what would have been a first down run there for Sam Florell. 47-20, Arcadia Loop City has scored 27 in a row, 5-31 to go here in quarter number three. Taking a look at our Platte River Radio scoreboard, Carney has tacked on a field goal, but Lincoln High leads at 35-24 in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, Hastings has come back to take a 24-21 lead on Beatrice, and Northwest leads Crete 28-0. Here it is, second and 15. Out of the I formation, counterplay to Florel. This time they just hold that left leg and wait for the cavalry to come. Might have got a yard on the play. And again, Deathless has been doing a great job wherever they have asked him. And Florel, he's a tough one, and he is going to stagger off the field. That was one of those where he couldn't go down on his own because of the way they were holding his leg. And they stood him up and bent him backwards. And he'll come off the field. Third down and 14, ball at the Amherst 35-yard line. And Esperson will hustle his way back on the field with the play call. Our injury report brought to you by... Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Let's hope nothing bad to Florel. Third down and 14. Fake the handoff, bootleg to the left. Stoke brand, it's a keeper all the way, gets to midfield, breaks a tackle 35, and he gets a good chunk again, but will be short of the first down. But this is manageable. About 12 yards on the naked bootleg that time to the left side for Cole Stokebrand. And it'll bring up fourth down and two. Problem for Amherst. They have not been able to convert the last two fourth down and shorts. At least this time they're in rebel territory, but need to find a way to get the ball to the 31 yard line. They're at the 33. Fourth and two with four ten to go in the third quarter. Down twenty seven. Stoke brand under center. Florell, excuse me, Esperson the eye back. And they'll pitch it to him right side. Looks for the hole. And I don't think so. I don't think so. The Arcadia Loop City defense, and that was Florel, excuse me, but there was just no hole to slip through, and they don't have to bring the chains out this time. He got one. He needed two, and that's the third straight, fourth and short stop by the Arcadia Loop City defense, and the momentum is definitely all on the Rebel sideline here. They're just two and four, but as we said, uh, they had a chance to uh, make a run here in eight-man football. They lost Jaden Jones. It made him one-dimensional offensively. They competed with some teams on this schedule that are all good. The, th- the teams that have beaten them are combined 19-5 and five right now. And if Arcadia Lutti wins tonight, they'll probably be favored against Elm Creek. Who knows? Four and four. I wouldn't want to play them in the first round. team that was in the C2 quarters last year. Now back to eight-man we going to get a couple of guys out here, three guys in wide receiver. I can't imagine that they're going to throw the ball, though. Gregory, jet sweep, fumbled. And getting back on top of it is going to be Amherst. That is the sixth Arcadia Loop City turnover, and they're up by 27. Falling on top of it that time is Derek John. So John, the fumble recovery at the Arcadia Loop City 28-yard line. So just when it looks like Amherst is going to be put to bed here tonight, they're going to get another opportunity on turnover number six. Back to pass. Stoke Brand going
10: for
2: Brand
1: to get it downfield to his end pots. how it went downfield too many times out of play action pass. Arcadia Loop City, that is the fourth turnover that has been on their side of midfield. At the 28 with three, 53 to go. Hard to believe we've had eight turnovers in the game tonight. Six for the Rebels, two for Amherst. Second and ten out of the eye. Back to pass again, Stoke Brand. Good protection. Now it breaks down, steps up, and he's going to try and run and be grabbed from behind in the sack, the first of the ball game. It's Ozentoski to get in there and drop him behind the line of scrimmage. In two or three other times that he's been flushed out of the pocket, Stokebrand's been able to make good runs and get positive yardage, but that time Ozentoski wasn't going to let him go. It's going to be a loss of four on the play. And bring up third and long. 47-20 to 20 Rebels. 3.15 to go here in quarter number three. Now line up in the eye again. Here comes some blitz pressure. Back to pass Stokebrand. Looks, looks, nobody to throw it to. The ball's fumbled. Now they're going to call it incomplete. They're going to call it incomplete. Stokebrand tried to do a little jump pass. He knew he was in trouble, so he jumped to throw it. The ball squirted out, and our referee says he did get a pass away, so it will be incomplete. And that's going to bring up fourth down and 14. But they're at the Arcadia Loop City 33-yard line. They're down by 27. This is a go-for-it situation, it appears, for the Rebels. And let's see if they can find a good timing pattern here. Stoke Brand has had almost enough time to get the ball down the field, but not quite enough time. So needs to just let it go about a half second and hope that his guy gets there and it takes too long to break the huddle. And Amherst is going to use their first time out of the second half. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. 3.06 to go. Third quarter, Arcadia Loop City 47, Amherst 20.
16: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, When you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives.
12: For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belshner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belshner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belshner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game.
1: Amherst fourth and 15 out of the timeout. Stokebrand going to try and throw back against the grain. Complete. He's got his man open at the 35 in the open field, but Potts cannot shake the defender, and Deathlifts is there to bring him down at the 34-yard line. In fact, just back to the line of scrimmage, and again, that is only the second completed pass for Amherst, and both are for zero yards, and that is four straight stops on fourth down. The others were one and two yard. That was a 14-yarder, but... Good idea. That's kind of been a favorite play we've seen about three times. The throwback pass, roll to the left that time, throwback to the right, and uh, they stayed home. Major League Baseball, Brewers five, Dodgers one in the top of the fifth. First game of the American League or National League Championship Series. So Arcadia Loop City survives their sixth turnover. Six in the box defensively. Direct snap right side. Preston Rogers. Rogers runs right into the pile. Gets a couple out to the 36-yard line and again now I don't imagine Arcadia Loop City is going to do anything too crazy. There's a lot of game left, and you want to keep it simple and keep the clock moving. Caden Kusick had to come out of the ball game earlier in this quarter, right before the Tucker Quinn stuck it in for a touchdown, and don't want to get anybody else beat up. Keep it safe. Keep it simple. Second down and eight at their own 36-yard line. Jane Jones hasn't been in much in this second half. They'll send Gregory in motion, but he is the quarterback this time, and they'll go with a fullback trap, and that's Kusick back in the game, so that's good to see, and he'll fall forward for about a yard to the 37-yard line. I have Cade with 154 yards rushing in tonight's game with four touchdowns, and it'll be a third down and seven for the Rebels. So unless Amherst can get some offense generated, there may not be a ton of excitement over the final 14 minutes of this football game. Arcadia Loop City, six turnovers to Amherst, two, and they still lead this football game by 27 points. Pretty amazing. Out of the shotgun again. Again, Gregory in motion on third and seven. Back to pass Jones. He just throws it all the way down the football field, and it is incomplete for Lewandowski. He was covered man-to-man by Florell. And he had to get rid of that off his back foot in a hurry and bring up fourth down. Again, in this day and age, I know we talk about it on the Doug and Daddy show and a lot of coaches discuss this, of how to manage the clock. And right there, in this situation, some people say just run it even if you don't get it and punt it. At least that way the clock's moving because you've got this 27-point lead. Others say try to get that first down and run your offense. Here's the third punt of the night for Arcadia Loop City from the 37 of Amherst. And that is going to be kicked straight up in the air, trying to pooch it, and it didn't go very far. It about landed on the head of the umpire there, and it's going to be covered by deathlifts at the 33-yard line. That's a 10-yard punt. So, Amherst will take over. Again, good field position, but their offense has been zilched so far here in the third quarter of play. It just started bad for them. Amherst received the... Second-half kickoff. The only problem was the squib kick made it all the way down to the three-yard line. It didn't go out of bounds, and Arcadia Loop City jumped on it while Amherst was staring at it, thinking that it had gone out of bounds. And two plays later, the Rebels took it in, and the second half was on. They have scored two touchdowns to take it out to 47-20. to 32-20 to 20 at the half, and back to pass Stokebrand. Rolls to his right. He sent everybody deep, so he's going to keep it to the 40, to the 35. Breaks a tackle, 30, and finally going to be swallowed up there by Caden Kusick all the way down to about the 25-yard line. That was a designed quarterback run. They just sent everybody on a fly pattern, and down the field he went. 24 and about 4. That's going to be a 28-yard run for Cole Stokebrand. And he's just shy of 100 yards on the night. Now checking out of the game is going to be Joravik for Arcadia Loop City as we approach the one-minute mark of the third quarter. Here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, and Loop City. Spread the field wide again. Stokebrand throws to the right underneath. Going to be complete to his end, Potts. Potts will get inside the 20-yard line for a gain of about seven. It'll be second down. And two, they'll give him eight. So that is the first completed pass for more than zero yards in the entire game for Amherst, and it occurs with 45 seconds to go in the third quarter, trailing 47 to 20. Second down and two at the Rebels' 17, 18. We're going to call it the 18-yard line. Split out wide to the left is Rohde. Trips to the right side. How much pressure do they bring with two down linemen? Stokebrand. Going to go for the end zone. Fade pattern. It's all Arcadia Loop City, and it's going to be picked off by Preston Rogers in the end zone. Confusion on the route. It was supposed to be a deep crossing route, and actually it looked like the two Amherst receivers got tangled up, and that left both the defensive backs. He thought maybe they were going to run into each other too, but that'll be the third turnover for Amherst. Touchback in the end zone. Preston Rogers has been great on special teams tonight, and here he steps up and gets the interception. And Arcadia Loop City will have to run one play, and that will get us into the fourth quarter of play with 14 seconds remaining. So things kind of have gone stagnant for both of these teams over the last eight minutes. 7.50 is when the touchdown was scored. Out of the pistol, Gregory in motion again. Jones on the jet sweep. They hand it to him. Logan around right in. Slips one tackle. He's across the 20 to 25, and he's going to have the first down, it appears, out to the 26-yard line. So Logan Gregory, three carries, 37 yards. And Arcadia Loop City won't have to run another play. As time will tick down here to end the third quarter. Your score, Arcadia Loop City 47, Amherst 20, here on Classic Hits, Power 99, and RiverPreps.com.
17: Have you ever seen a rusty fish?
1: Again, want to say a big thank you to uh, Ron Evans, only, not only the coach, the athletic director, and all the folks here at Amherst for their hospitality. Score updates. Lincoln High now has put Kearney away 49-24 in the third quarter with back-to-back touchdowns. Grand Island has tied Lincoln Southwest 7-7 in the fourth quarter. In B, all these in the fourth quarter. Hastings and Beatrice tied at 24 on the breeze, 94.5. Northwest leads Crete 35-7. Lexington over Cozad 35-12. York has taken the lead back from Seward 29-21. Adams Central leads Carney Catholic 35-19 late third quarter on ESPN 14-60 and 15-50. Aurora has beaten Milford tonight 42-13. We'll get to some other scores here in just a moment, but we're ready for the first snap of the fourth quarter. Arcadia Loop City up 47-20, and Jones wants to go back and pass. Floats it out here, complete to Larchick. The fullback hauls it in at the 35 and steps out of bounds at the 37-yard line, and that's going to be another first down for Arcadia Loop City. The passing game hasn't been big for them either, but they will get enough here for the first down. That 11-yard completion, their second longest of the night. They had a 22-yarder out of the backfield to Cusick to start the game on their second drive, we should say, and this time they get an 11-yarder. So passing has not been the name of the game tonight. First and 10 at their own 37. Go back to the I formation. Jones, long count. He wants to throw again out here in the flat. Complete. And Quinn breaks a tackle, tiptoes down the sideline, but stepped out at the 25. Good job by our official as Florel shoves him out of bounds. That's going to be a gain of 18. But again, because he's out of bounds, it will stop the clock. And working on that passing game, maybe putting some stuff on film for their opponents down the road. Obviously, as we said uh, last series, they don't have to pass the ball. They're up 27. But they were effective on those last two pass plays, getting first downs on each one of them. Larchek the fullback. Kusick the eye-back. Jones under center. This time he'll hand it on a stretch play to Kusick. Kusick to the outside. <laughs> and there is a holding penalty on the Offensive lineman in Deathlifts, who's played so well tonight. He got bull rushed and just tackled the defensive lineman for Amherst that time. And that will be the sixth penalty of the ballgame. They had a couple of personal fouls, so 60 yards on Amherst, four for 35. There's been a couple holds tonight that have been very obvious. Let's go back to our Platte River Prep scoreboard. In C1, these are all fourth quarter. Central City leads Fillmore Central, 21-20. Holdridge leading Minden, 22-19. Gothenburg over Ogallala, 35-14. Broken Bow leads O'Neal, 26-14. Ord over Valentine, 28 to nothing. Donovan Trumbull has defeated Hastings St. Cecilia tonight, 16-7. First and 20, Arcadia Loop City. They want to throw again. Jones to his left, fires it out here in the flat, completed the 25-yard line, and shoved out of bounds near the 20-yard line. Hauling it in is Ozentoski for the Rebels. And that'll pick up about half of what they need after that holding penalty. Mark it down at the 25-yard line. It'll be a gain of 11. So three straight completions for 40 yards. They'll bring up second down and nine. Rebels looking to go to three and four. And if they go to three and four, so would Amherst. It'd be their third straight loss. Jones under center again. Wants to throw again. Setting up a screen, and four guys came flush through. He dumps it off here, complete to Kusick to the 15, and he'll be pulled out of bounds near the first down marker. He's got the first down. He'll be down at about the 12-yard line. So that was a good, safe play. And when you set up a screen at an eight-man and four guys are coming after you, your odds are pretty good that you're going to move the sticks. So again, of 12-more. And this is what the Rebels like. They run, run, run. They sat up in that wildcat, crushed it between the guards. Now they've went out and thrown the ball around a little bit. And they're looking to tack on some more points, up by 27. Again, like we said earlier, if they score and go for two, we'd get a running clock, which we were tied at 20 at one point. Fullback dive, Larchick. Larchick breaks a tackle at the 5 and goes into the end zone touchdown. 12-yard touchdown run for Jared Larchick. His first of the night, just his second carry of the night. Beautiful fullback trap and our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank of Kearney, 53-20, 33 unanswered here by the Rebels with 11-13 to go in the football game. And they will line up to go for two. Jones, high formation, they forego the Wildcat, which they've done a lot. Jones takes it. He wants to throw, rolls to his left. He's got all kinds of room to run. Now chucks it into the end zone, but it's well covered and incomplete. They might have flagged interference if it hadn't been so far over the head of Ozentoski. So it remains a 33-point game with 11.13 to go. Arcadia Loop City 53 and Amherst 20.
4: Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes.
15: Every day you rise early, sip your coffee, pull on your boots, and go to work and the team at Pioneer is with you. When you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field, we're with you. When you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring, we're there too. And when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop, there's no question where we are. Pioneer, with you from the word go.
3: See impact seed.
1: Well, the special teams have got a lot of work in kickoff coverage tonight. Ready to boot it away again. Larchick, after getting the touchdown, tops this one. It spins. It gets through the legs of the return man and picked up at the three-yard line. Florell now going to have to break a ton of tackles. He's trying, but he's going to get to about the five, and there's just too many Rebels to get him, and he's finally finished off there by Preston Rogers, and it'll be first down at their own five-yard line. Larchick with maybe a little more intentional line drive kick that time than the one that started the third quarter of play that they recovered at the three. So 53-20, we play out the string here. Both teams will be 3-4, and four. and as we said next week, the regular season finale for Amherst, they go to South Loop, who is trailing Burwell tonight. That would be their first loss of the year if they don't make the comeback, and Arcadia Loop City will be home against Elm Creek. And we'll look at those scores here in just a little bit when we get a chance, and Amherst going to spread the field here. Three wideouts, Stoke brand. In the end zone, in some trouble, now gets out of there. Avoids the safety, around to the right edge, and is going to get to about the 10-yard line before he's being shoved out of bounds. A gain of five on the play. And Stokebrand, with that run, goes over 100 yards. Florell's over 100 yards. Of course, Caden Kusick's over 100 yards for Arcadia Loop City. And almost 100 yards passing now in the ball game for Arcadia Loop City and Jaden Jones. Second down and five, ball at the 10. Continue with that spread. Rhodey comes way out here to the left sideline, about as far as he can go. Stokebrand Brand looks over the middle. Quick pass is deflected and incomplete. Just tried a little pop pass that time, and it bounced off the pads of the intended receiver. And in Esperson, and none of the linebackers for the Rebels could pick it up. And it is third down and five now at the 10-yard line. Burwell has held on to beat South Loop tonight, 21-14. to Nebraska Christian beat Ravenna, 40-12. Ansley Litchfield, 36-8, to leading Ansley Litchfield tonight. Elm Creek leading Ansley Litchfield, 36-8. So they'll be three and four next week as well. Third down and five. Looks like some pressure coming little hitch and go down the right sideline, looking for it all and overthrown with Preston Rogers on the coverage, trying to get it to Rohde, and that'll bring up fourth and five at their own ten. And Amherst will have to punt the football away. Florell, the punter here, has been fairly busy. He's booted away five times tonight. And Amherst huddling like they might be going for it here saying why not, and they are lining up to go for it. So fourth and five at their own ten. Stokebrand looks over to the sidelines, takes the snap, rolls out. He wants to run it. Arcadia Loop City knows it, and he just, I think he just got it. This is going to be on the side judge's spot here. He knows where the first down marker is, and if he marks it short of the 15, I don't think he's got it. Let's find out. Yeah, they're going to give it to him. They're going to give it to him and mark it right on the 15-yard line, so maybe a little home cooking there, but it was close enough. Stokebrand's going to pick up five and move the chains here and keep Amherst offense on the field with 10.42 to go. 53-20, to 20, Arcadia Loop City has scored 33 in a row. Stokebrand... Little hitch and go again. This one is up for grabs for Rhodey and coming over from his safety position and getting a hand on it, but not able to haul it in is Lewandowski. Other scores that we can pass along to you. BDS pulls away from Cross County, 34 to 18, this afternoon. Palmer beats Shelton, 50 to six. In D2, Kennesaw shuts out Blue Hill, 56 to nothing. Elwood over Loomis, 64-26. In the fourth quarter, Overton leading Bertrand 42 to 14. Still looking for scores on Pleasanton Myrna and axtell Lawrence Nelson. If you have a score, please 646-0506. Call or text. Love to hear from you. Stokebrand, quarterback, draw out of the shotgun. Brings it up the middle of the field, trying to get away from Caleros. Crosses the 20, gets out to the 25. It's going to be another 12 yards on the play. For Arcadia Loop City, playing a little bit softer here, guarding against the pass. Call it a nickel in 11-man football, but here it's more like a penny in 8-man football. with not as many guys out there. But first down and 10, nonetheless, when we're all done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, we'll give you a quick wrap and send it back to the studios for our scoreboard show. And we've got a false start called here on Amherst. Six-man football. All of our games have went final. Wilcox-Tilbeth beats S.D.N. thirty-nine to eighteen. Red Cloud over Hartland Lutheran thirty-four twenty-nine. Harvard over Silver Lake seventy-nine to eight. McCool Junction beat Dorchester tonight sixty-nine to eight. Was the final score in that football game. Back to action here on first and 15. Stoke Brand, quarterback draw again. This time there's someone to beat him right at the line of scrimmage, and he'll run through the linebacker. On the coverage that time for Arcadia Loop City was Trevin Calarose. Brings him down after a gain of four. It'll be second down at 11. So we kind of saw this coming when we got to 47-20 and everything just kind of stalled out. We've had one score here in the last 10 minutes and 30 seconds of this game as uh, just trying to get to the finish line right now. And for Amherst, as we said, it's not going to get any easier. Six and one south loop next week. Taking on Callaway Arnold. Second and 11, Stokebrand. Back to pass. Going to go deep slant here. And Rhodey's able to haul that in. He's got the first down just short of midfield at the 39-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 14 and the longest pass play of the night for the Broncos. So they'll keep possession and keep this drive alive that started at their own five-yard line. Lincoln Southwest has broken the tie and one more. They now lead Grand Island 21-7. So the Islanders, after an impressive start, getting up to third in the state, are going to drop back-to-back games, it looks like. Stoke Brand trying to hurry up over the right side. Completes the slow, oh, no, it's dropped. The slant pattern Right there between the numbers and it slides out of the hands of Potts and it'll be second down and ten. Stopping the clock with 9.03 to go. Again, a reminder, we've got uh, the final week of high school football next Thursday and Friday. And we'll uh, try to pick the games that have uh, good playoff implications on them. Monday, high school volleyball from the Twin Valley Conference Championships. We'll get to go see some of our friends down in Franklin. Blue Hill, the big favorite this year, but We'll get some competition. Quarterback draw here, Stokebrand, and he's going to head out of bounds. Tried to slide down and didn't get out of bounds at about the 33, and they're going to throw a flag for a late hit. That was pretty close. He was starting to slide down and give himself up, and then he came in, and we're going to get another targeting. So Stokebrand is going to pick up seven on the run, make it eight, and that's the third personal foul against Loop City. And something, obviously, that they don't want to have happen tonight. It's not going to cost them a game. But amazing, if you just pick up the stat sheet after the game tonight or look at it in the morning, three personal fouls so far for Arcadia Loop City, seven penalties for 75 yards. And if you're just joining us, they have six turnovers, and they lead this game by 33 Amherst now has it first and 10 at the 18. Stokebrand, time, rolls to his right. Now throws over the middle, wide open is Esperson at the 10. He gets to the 5, he gets to the end zone. Touchdown, Broncos. 18-yard pass completion. And the Broncos have their first score of the second half. That breaks the 33-0 run here by Arcadia Loop City with 8.44 remaining in the game. Stoke Brand able to hook up with Esperson, And now they will line up and go for the two-point conversion, 53-26. to 26. Touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. And we have one of the longer-running games. Don't forget when we're done, the Rivals and Ruts Friday night scoreboard, Jeff Babel, We'll have the show for you with all the scores from around the area of the state. Our recaps of our radio games. Stoke Brand, quarterback draw for the two-point conversion. Hit once, hit twice, and just got in there. Two-point conversion is good. 844 remains in the game, and we've got an injured player at the point of attack there for Arcadia Loop City. That's Caden Greenland. That's a little slow to get up. So they'll take a look at him. Our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. 844 remaining in the game. It's Arcadia Loop City 53, Amherst 28.
9: Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team
18: synergize from ag explorer international is your all-in-one drip control defomer surfactant and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator synergize is the number one ams replacement on the market over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with synergize contact mid-nebraska chemical today for a dealer in your area to get synergize NutriPack, end and other great products from ag explorer international 308-468-6206
1: and they have just helped Greenland up off the goal line, and uh, we'll have to give him assistance to get him over to the Arcadia Loop City sideline. Hate to see that as trainers go out and take a look, but Arcadia Loop City now with a 53-28 to 28 lead after Stokebrand hooked up with Esperson. Again, we can keep you up to date on what's going on on the scoreboards. It is Lincoln High 56, Carney 31 in the 4th. Southwest leads Grand Island 21-7 in the 4th. They're in overtime between Hastings and Beatrice on the breeze, 94.5. Beatrice just picked up their first win of the season. That would be a huge upset. Hastings has kind of been hanging with this incredible schedule they have. And then tonight, this wouldn't work out so well for him. Northwest beat Crete 42 to seven in the fourth quarter. Lexington leads Cozad 35-12. York now 29-27 over Seward. C1 in the fourth quarter. Adam Central 35, Carney Catholic 25, Holdridge 29, Minden 26, Or 28, Valentine nothing. Finals: Central City over Fillmore Central, 21 to 20. Aurora over Milford, 42 to 13. Gothenburg go Ogallala, 35-14, and Broken Bow over O'Neill, 33. To 14 We're ready to kick it away again, and Amherst, no onside kick. They'll boot it down to the 3-yard line, taken there by Rodgers, up to the 10, to the 15, and to the 20-yard line is where our ball carrier is going to be brought down, and that is not Rodgers this time. They put Drew Lewandowski back there to return the kick. Rodgers came up and was doing some blocking. Of course, Rodgers has a kick return for a touchdown. He had another one that he returned to the 7-yard line. He has uh, got a turnover in the ball game. So a pretty good night for Rodgers. Had an interception in the end zone in the third quarter. 8-38 remains. Arcadia Loop City 53. Amherst 28. check the fullback, Jones, under center. And Cusick stays in as the eye back. Gets that mouthpiece in and we're ready to go. At their own 19-yard line, Jones wants to throw again. He slips and falls. Uh, Arcadia Loop City needs to run the football. You're up by 25, and there is no need to uh, make mistakes at this position and give Amherst any hope. But you lose 10 all the way back to the 9-yard line, and that is just getting cold and slick back there. So Jones, who'd only ran the ball one time tonight, was a 5-yard touchdown, going to lose 10 on that one. Eight minutes to go in the game. Jones under center. Turns, counter play, Larchick, Larchick, trying to break the tackle, but he holds and he gets back to the line of scrimmage as Amherst was ready for at that time. It's the same play he scored on the 12-yard run, but Esperson uh, is in there. and Boy, you can tell some of the young men are getting a little bit tired. Also, uh, Jackson Tobenheim, the initial hit on that one. Going to be no gain on the play that time for Larchick. Third down and 20 at their own nine. Sliding back in for the Broncos is Riley Galloway. And Tobenheim, he's going to get over to the sideline and get a little bit of a breather. Third and 20. Jones, hands off. Give it to Cusick, left side. He'll get to the 10-yard line and jump forward to about the 14. It's going to be a gain of five there for Cusick. 159 yards and four rushing touchdowns tonight for Caden. And the clock will take us under seven minutes to go in the game, and Arcadia Loop City will have to pump the ball away. Esperson will drop back deep to about his own 35 yard line. Arcadia Loop City with a couple of kids that have got banged up, want to make sure they got the right numbers out there for special teams on this punt. Marchik awaiting the snap. Good one. And boots it away. Good high kick. And this one is going to bounce at the 30 and go straight out of bounds at the 27-yard line. And a 39-yard kick that time. Best punt of the night for Arcadia Loop City. And Amherst will take over first and 10 at their own 27. Let's see how the Broncos want to play it. They're down by 25. If it was 24, you could start thinking of some magic crazy stuff because you could get three touchdowns in the conversions, but you're down 25 and We'll see if they stay with the starters or if Coach Ron Evans is going to start subbing in right now. 6.38 remaining in the game, 53.28 Rebels. And we are going to get a timeout defensively here for Arcadia Loop City, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll be right back.
17: Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire,
10: And
1: it looks like we're going to have some backups in for each team. Isaiah Shields is going to take the pick here and lose a couple of yards coming around the left end. And again, getting out of bounds. So try and pick up some of the new folks that are in there for Amherst. On second and 12, the new quarterback is Paxton Hauser. Had it straight up the middle, this time a little room, 25 30. And Shields is going to make it out to about the 33 yard line. So that's going to be a gain of eight on the play. And it'll be third down and five. Again, more players running in and off the field. Take the snap, pitch play, Shields. Student body right has the first down into Arcadia Loop City territory, runs over man, gets to about the 36, and that'll move the chains. A gain of eleven that time for Shields. Shields a 5'8 junior. housed of the quarterback, a six-foot sophomore. Also in there is Josh Klingelhofer. Still in, let's see, Dustin Bramer. Arcadia Loop City is rotating in a lot of guys. Christian Tinchner is in defensively. It looks like uh, trying to get a few more numbers here for you. Trevin Caleros, first and ten at the 36 of Arcadia Loop City. Turn, hand it off again. Shields has some room, and then there's a very good tackle picking him up. Gavin Sell and driving him to the ground. Shields the last two times had found a hole. This time he found the hole, but as soon as he got to the linebackers, he met the wall, and that's going to be a game of four. It'll be second down and six. Our game was 20-20 to with five minutes to go in quarter number two. It was 32-20 to at the half Arcadia Loop City. They covered the opening kickoff of the third quarter and have ran away since. Second and six, Amherst, quarterback keeper this time. Around the left side is going to be Hauser, 30, 25, 20, and he'll be brought down at the 15-yard line. That's a 17-yard gain there by the backup quarterback in Paxton Hauser. Nice run. And another first down. That's actually six first downs here in the fourth quarter for our Amherst Broncos. They'll mark it right at the 15. Broncos quickly up to snap the ball. Hauser, this time, we're going to get a flag. Hands it off to Shields. Shields works his way inside the 10. He's going to make his way down to about the 7 yard line. And let's see what the penalty flag is. It came right on the initial snap from the ump. Too many men on the field, on the defense. So the run will count. Give him an 8-yard run on that one for Shields. And then you add on the half the distance to the goal. it will be first down and goal here for the Amherst Broncos. Mark it at the 4. Looking to close the gap a little bit more with 4.46 remaining. Shields the eye back. Hauser the quarterback. First and goal at the 4. Hauser turns, gives it to Shields, left side. Shields will get to the three. Again, a one. Six carries, 30 yards on this drive. And back into the ball game for Amherst. Here comes Jay Seeger, Gappa in on the tackle for Arcadia Loop City. Second and goal at the three. 53-28 Rebels. 4-15 remains in the game. See if they just stay on Shields as... Hauser comes up under center, takes the snap, wants to give it to his fullback off the right side. Looks like he's at Jacob Graham. And that is indeed who it is, but Graham gets nothing on the play. And it will bring up third down. As we play out the string, the New West Post game show coming up. We're 340 away here on Power 99. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors and to all the folks here at Amherst. Great to be back over and see another Bronco football game tonight against the Rebels. Third and goal at the three. This time Shields left side, and he gets wrapped up around the knees and brought down again. Maybe got a half a yard. It's still going to be called the three-yard line, maybe the two-and-a-half. It'll be fourth and goal. At the two-and-a-half, right on the extra point marker. As we approach three minutes to go in this football game, Amherst wants to put another one on the board. Down 53-28, fourth and goal from the two-and-a-half. Hauser under center, calls the cadence, gives it to Shields, off the right side, and this time Isaiah finds a way to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Amherst. A two-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Shields. Cuts it to 53-34 with 2.57 remaining in the football game. So the backups put together a real nice drive down the field. Patience didn't make any mistakes. The only thing we had was Arcadia Loop City had too many men on the field on one play. And now they line up to go for two. Same formation they've used basically the whole drive, so they're going to pass. Hauser into the end zone, wide open, but he over Oh, he had Kratzer wide open in the end zone. Nobody even covered him, but he just threw it a little too far, and the conversion is no good. 2.57 to go in the game, a five-point bank touchdown on a two-yard run by Isaiah Shields. Arcadia Loop City, 53. Amherst, 34.
7: Don't
1: forget, we'll also have coverage of the State High School cross-country meet one week from today at the Kearney Country Club. Amherst boots it down the field. Low-line driver picked up at the 5-yard line. Room up the middle to the 10, to the 15, and sliding down. Drew Lewandowski trying to make a cut, and there's where the field kind of stepped up and got him. I turned his ankle a little bit, gets up a little gingerly. He's going to be okay, but it will be Arcadia Loop City ball at their own 22-yard line. With a 53-34 lead. There's a lot of points elsewhere tonight, too. York, 36-33 over Seward. Lincoln High, 62-31 over Kearney. My goodness. Lincoln High just so fast. So explosive. Now we'll see some backups in here for Arcadia Loop City on offense. With 2.52 to go in the game. The quarterback will be Rodgers. He's going to turn and hand it off to the new I-back. Looked like the ball might have came loose. And it did. The ball came loose, and Amherst is going to cover it. And on top of it is Colton Vavra. That is the seventh turnover for Arcadia Loop City tonight. And you know, there's still 2.48 to go. Amherst might try now. It's going to be at the 22-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. And I believe that's the fifth turnover in their territory. So let's see what Amherst decides to do. Now they're going to keep their second team in there. They'll turn, hand it to Shields. Shields just trying to work his way off. Right guard gets to the 20-yard line. It's going to be a gain of two. He had the two-yard touchdown just a moment ago. So Coach Evans and his crew not going to try and think something crazy, score on side kick, score on side kick type of thing with a 19-point deficit, which was 33. We would have had the running clock, but the two-point conversion by Arcadia Loop City didn't go. And then Amherst has stuck a couple in since then and has time to do it again. On second down at 8, back to pass, looking. Hauser throws it over the middle. His man is open at the 10. Kratzer to the 5. Kratzer to the end zone. Touchdown, Amherst. With 2.07 remaining in the game. Hauser completes the 20-yard touchdown pass to Tyler Kratzer and here we go it had some weirdness to it already tonight this could end up being an 11-point game in a moment as they line up to go for the two-point conversion He'll put his quarterback Paxton Hauser under center. He'll turn, he'll hand it off. The two point conversion is not gonna go this time. A five point spank touchdown, a twenty yard pass from Paxton Hauser to Tyler Kratzer, Arcadia Loop City fifty three, Amherst forty.
0: for you.
12: Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzzes at 507 Central Avenue in Carney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat.
1: <laughs> 207 remaining here in the football game. And 20 straight points have been put on the board by Amherst after 33 were put on the board by Arcadia Loop City, 53-40. And they're still not going to try the onside kick. They'll just kind of pooch it. It's picked up at the 15 and just sliding on it. And Arcadia Loop City got their varsity back out there. Uh, They are out there uh, right now covering that football. And I talked about it earlier. You don't think when you're up 27 or 33 something crazy like this is going to happen. But they're out there chucking the ball and running out of bounds and lengthening the football game. And the next thing you know... You're a fluke play away from a one-possession game. Two o five remaining in the game. It's fifty-three to forty, Arcadia Loop City with the lead, and they still have uh, put a few of their second teamers in there. It looks like Calarose is going to be the uh, running back try on here, and they're just going to quarterback sneak it straight up the football field. Twenty twenty-five. That's going to be almost a first down, and that is Rogers as the quarterback going to pick up 8 on the play. And the important thing now is the clock is running for Arcadia Loop City. Amherst has decided they're not going to play this game of trying to win it. They're just going to take the uh, fourth quarter that they had and take some positives out of the deal. New West post game show coming up. 135 remains in the game. And Rodgers is going to watch the back judge until that 5 second count goes, use as much clock as he can. See if they can get this game over with without having to punt the football. And if they get a first down here, they will. Second and one. Rodgers breaks a tackle. He's at the 30, the 35, and he just slides down. Nice job by Preston Rodgers. He might have went all the way, but decides just to slide down the 37-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight on the play. Both teams will be three and four after tonight. Difference is Amherst will have dropped their third in a row. And for Arcadia Loop City, they're gonna be dangerous. They have got healthied up, healed up, and they'll go to three and four and take on three and four Elm Creek up in Loop City next week. One minute to go. Fifty-three to forty. Rebels with the lead. Rogers takes the snap, doesn't take a knee, just goes forward and gains some more yards into Amherst territory to about the thirty-two, and that's enough to move the chains. 11 more for Preston Rodgers. 50 seconds to go. Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show coming up if you're tuning in. Just have to tell you, this has been the longest game of the year that we've had. A lot of points, but we've had some a lot of points otherwise, too. And again, Arcadia Loop City just doesn't take a knee, they run straight forward. And I think we have a new running back in there, slash quarterback, that is carrying the football. And once he emerges from the pile, we'll let you know who it is. Christian Tinchner, I believe, number 80. And he picks up some good yardage on that one. Looks like it's going to be a gain of 12. 18 seconds to go. Another quarterback in there. And this time, they will just fall down because they dropped the snap. And that's going to be the end of the football game because number 34, Jared Gappa, just covered the football. And we have finally come to an end here in Amherst, the home finale for the Amherst Broncos. And they fall at home in a game that went back and forth. Amherst gave up a touchdown to Arcadia Loop City on the first play of the game. They fell behind 14-0. We were tied at 20 and then Arcadia Loop City scored twice in the final five minutes of the half to go up 32-20. to Arcadia Loop City kicked off to start the third quarter, and Amherst never jumped on the ball. The Rebels got it at the three-yard line and scored two plays later and went on to score 33 in a row to go up 53-20. Then here in the fourth quarter, Amherst put three touchdowns on the board, and that makes your final score. Arcadia Loop City 53 and Amherst 40. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this.